Hello, welcome once again to She-Hulk, Avenger of the Law, the podcast, a weekly podcast about the television series She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, on Disney Plus, part of the Marvel Universe. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how's it going, sir? I'm fine, Phil. How are you? Doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm hoping you're miserable later tonight after the Yankees win, and I hope I'm more happy. Mean they Another. lose. They lose. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. What am I? Yeah, saying? I, I, no, see, I, no, believe me, I won't be. I won't be miserable after they win. Oops. I was doing I reverse. I was redoing reverse psychology, hoping Mike would. <laughs> I, I screwed that one up. That was a. I screwed no, up thanks. the joke. I screwed up the joke. No, thanks to thanks to the the various rights issues. I haven't really been able to watch much this year, so I'm not as invested as I might otherwise be. What so you say, really right, won't be miserable. What's rights issues? What, what are you talking about? Rights. Right. Right. Rights issues. The, what, televising the games. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what channel anything's on anymore because uh, I dropped cable and I don't have the rapid airs, and so we just do apps with the Apple TV. Uh, yeah, but speaking, with MLB, everything is blocked out. Is blacked out if you live in the area. Ooh. Even oh, with the VPN? Oh, even if you have the MLB.com network page? Oh, especially. Or Apple. Oh. oh, that's stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's junk. Yeah, because who wants to watch Houston versus the Rockies or something, you know? Anyway, um, except for people in Houston and Denver. Uh, so, uh, speaking of the Apple TV uh, and apps and stuff, I think Barrett has one of those. And uh, who's that in the Commonwealth of Virginia? Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how's it going, sir? Good. How is the Apple TV working out? I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And in the Canadian province of Alberta, Canada? It's Sean, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Indeed. And in the state of Missouri? Good evening. This is Kevin. Kevin, how's it going, sir? Oh, just fine. Thank you very much. Indeed, indeed. It's it's as good as it gets because it is the end of the weekend. So That is true. Yes, yes. Anyway, uh, today is... October 16th, 2022, for folks who are curious, because some of our listeners like Pam are always curious when uh, these episodes are recorded, more so the Dark Discussions podcast, but it is a staple to just give the stamp date of when we record anyway. Um, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com, which is a website of various podcasts. Uh, so not only this podcast, but other podcasts about other topics like uh, horror films and and TV shows and whatnot. Uh, basically, um, new episodes are released pretty much every other day, if if not um, every day, depending on the podcast. Because there's the podcast that you have your co-hosts that are on this one appear on others, but we do have a podcast by other co-hosts um, that do their own thing but are part of the network. Um, let's see. Uh, also, the network, uh, this month here, it is, like I said, the 16th of October, and we've already surpassed the most downloads of any month this year. And uh, we're still only on the 16th, so uh, we're doing pretty damn good right now. So uh, thank you for all you folks who are out there listening on the network, because as uh, one podcaster I listened to mentioned once that he read a big article about how there's only five podcasts at the most people usually listen to and that's it and so uh, uh we appreciate it if uh, we are one of your podcasts i heard um, there's something like 
two million podcasts out there. Oh, and something like 70 million Americans listening to podcasts. For some reason, I don't think they were counting the Canadians there, Sean. Um, yeah, we never get counted for anything. So, <laughs> so it really does not leave a whole lot of uh, audience. Um, now, admittedly, that's two million podcasts. That, that includes the I recorded three episodes and left. But still, that, that is a lot. So if you, uh, you are listening to us, we do appreciate it. Yes, yes, we we do appreciate it uh, a whole lot. Uh, this week uh, at work, uh, myself and Barrett uh, happen to work at the same company, and uh, uh, my boss, specifically a different boss than Barrett's, um, has us, meaning people that work under him, each week talk about themselves for 10 minutes to in- basically introduce themselves to the entire uh, group. Uh, and, and yeah, and I got picked this week. Um, and so uh, I mentioned uh, <laughs> uh, podcasting and I did mention Barrett's name saying I dragged him in for all you folks in the Big Bang group that happen to work for the Moonwalker group. You may know Barrett. But I did say that uh, we were mentioned on Huffington Post and by the Blair Witch Project director Ed Sanchez and also mentioned by Oscar nominated director Sean Baker. So, um, those things, those things are good and it's, uh, always helpful reviews as Mike always likes to mention and, uh, and whatnot. And like he said, even excluding the three podcasts and disappear people, there's not, uh, a lot of people compared to, uh, 70 million for 2 million podcasts isn't, uh, a lot of time to be noticed. So we appreciate all you folks, especially this month. Um, actually, this these last three months, but this month especially, it's, it's crazy how many downloads we had. Um, all right, so be terrible for those OCD people who who can't listen to everything. Right, I know, I know. I, you know, I always think that. I go, I like. There's all these movies. It's like, it's like, man, I'm going to be dead, and I'm not going to ever get to those books I wanted oh. to read. That Hemingway book, and you know. Well, weirdly yeah. enough, there's podcasts I stopped listening to because they they started doing it daily, and I just made it impossible to keep up. That's true. That's true. I mean, I, yeah. I have a I have a two minute commute to work, so it's not like I have a lot of time to listen to podcasts. So. Right, and your your type of work, you can't just play a podcast in the background like myself or Barrett could. Oh, I I could, but I wouldn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> so, so or, Phil, or how Kevin. many how many books do you read? How many books do <laughs> you read a year, Phil? Not that many anymore. I'll tell you that. Jesus. Well, just, uh, just give me an estimate. Uh, this year I maybe read four. Oh. Dude, you only have like 120 books left in your lifetime if you keep up at four. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know yeah, yeah. But but two of them were this month uh, about us, uh, 9/11, 9/11. So I've been reading 9/11 stuff. But but yeah, the it's I I just yeah, time time is everything. I tell you, I'm sure you yeah. all would agree. You know. Well, oh yeah. Thing, like I said, I've been I've still been doing the uh, Audible, and I'm really liking Audible. I mean, I just went through like a whole bunch of Hercule Poirot short stories and I'm just, yeah, I go through more books that way than I do actually reading. Indeed, indeed. Whatever, however you can do it. Yep. yep. I know people uh, commute, they, like my sister, when she used to commute before uh, she was able to start working from home, she used to listen to audio books uh, in the car. So, Oh, I'll uh, listen to audio books in the office too. I mean, if I'm, working, Oh yeah, you can. Yeah. If I'm working on maps. It's, you know, I, I mean, 
yes, I have to think, but I mean, it's still nice to have, you know, the stories and all that. And there are some books, I don't know, it's, I don't know how many times I've gone through Harry Potter, the Harry Potter series, because those have got to be some of the best books I've ever worked to, you know, with that, with that going on in the background. It's, it's, I don't know, it keeps your attention, but it doesn't distract you too badly. I, I yeah, yeah, whatever works for you. Yeah, you know, and that's good that you found some books uh, that you can replay over and over. Yeah, I find with audiobooks, I end up not listening to them. Like I, I get just because I'm driving or working, I get focused on the thing I'm doing, and I realize, oh shit, how did that character die? Rewind. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, that's happened to me a couple times, but most of the time, I'm, uh. Well, yeah, I mean, there's sometimes where, I, like, I was listening to Paro, and every now and then, there's he'd be like, "Wait, wait, so I, I missed something. What?" And I'd have to back. And that's why he's the killer, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, wait, what? But either way, the point was is that Kevin's making, and Mike, and myself, and everybody here is is you just have so much time, and exactly. the main main thing and, is we we, and we I can listen to some really good podcasts on Spotify. That's right. That's right. And we're on Spotify. So for folks, who I know are, that's what I was referring to is ah, there you go. And uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah sorry, was that really, it was the really good part that threw us. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> <laughs> and, and speaking of, uh, uh, finding us out, uh, Kevin and, and Sean, that's how, how we, we met you guys is, and you yep. guys joined the network was you guys found us and, uh, started yep. listening to us. And so yeah, thank you. Back to 2013 for me. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, it's almost a decade. Oh, yeah. no, I, actually, yeah. Yeah, I, you were right from the beginning, I think, Kevin, 2011. Almost, yeah. Well, yeah. It's because of Eric, because I knew he, I stumbled on, he, I mean, uh, he mentioned on his Facebook, you know, doing dark discussions. I thought, oh, hey, what's this? And I listened to it and I thought, oh, hey, this is a fun one. Yeah, for folks who are curious, Eric is on the, the main podcast called Dark Discussions Podcast. And, uh, which and for that matter, yeah. Okay. No, go ahead and continue. I was just going to say that. I was going to say, for that matter, you and Eric and I have got connected. And they're from the beginning. Of, well, they're from the beginning, but we got connected because of the Horror Etc. podcast. Yeah, that's exactly right. So it's just, yeah. it's just like podcasts all the way down. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so that's how we all met is through podcasts, to be honest, all five of us right here. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's not true. That's not, that's not true. Me and Barrett met from work. Yep. And then, and then I found out from, uh, uh, sending him a Facebook friendship that he he posted some stuff about Doctor Who and stuff, and I said, "Oh, he's one of us." And so I stopped talking to him. <laughs> one about, of us. One of us. One of us. Yes. <laughs> and I said, "Hey, dude, dude, we do a podcast. Maybe you want to join the Halloween boutique?" And he goes, "Yeah, sure." And so he he started joining too, and and uh, yeah, yeah. So that's how that happened. All right, so. For folks who are uh, curious, uh, a couple more things about She-Hulk. And again, the, the whole point of that conversation was to thank you, folks. Uh, but uh, tonight uh, we're talking about the season finale called Whose Show Is This? Question uh, mark. Directed by Kat Coro and written by Jessica Gao, who Jessica Gao is the showrunner of She-Hulk. Uh, October 13th, 2022 was when it was released. And again, we're recording this on October 16th, 2022. Um, let's see. Uh, you can find this podcast here multiple places, including www.darkdiscussions.com, where each episode of the podcast is available, where you can just press play right on any of the web pages for each episode, or even down click um, the episode to any device. 
Uh, you also can listen to us through uh, all the places that podcasts are found, as uh, Kevin mentioned, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, uh, podcasts, uh, and so on and so forth. Are you back on um, Google Play? Oh, we've got to get back on iHeartRadio. Yeah, iHeart, I yeah. yeah, I gotta, I gotta re. re oh. God damn, Siri. Um, I have to, I, I have to, uh, yeah, yeah. So what are you going to do? Um, but I have to, uh, reapply to iHeartRadio cause I, for, I forgot to, uh, add them, uh, when we moved from the prior network, uh, or I should say prior hosting site and it didn't re up the, the iHeartRadio one. I forgot to do that. Uh, which brings us to, uh, another thing that, uh, people can do to help us out to pay for those things to, for the, you know, moving the podcast to a different feed and whatnot. And uh, what's that that they can find on www.darkdiscussions.com, Sean? Uh, you can find the Patreon button, which is a way that you can financially support your podcasting people or creators of all kinds of different stuff. Um, basically, if you have the financial wherewithal, it would be much appreciated. Even if you don't donate a dollar a month, that anything helps because the podcast itself is free for everyone, but it isn't free to run it. So, um, and the, the dealio we have here is that uh, for every $5 a month that you do donate, you can choose a movie that you would like to get a review done every quarter. There's a draw and the movies picked, which will then be done as a review, either on the dark discussions, main feed or one of the sister podcasts, depending on the genre and stuff. Um, but again, anything that you can donate, is much appreciated and keeps the keeps the ship going, right? So, thank you. Indeed, indeed. Yep. And one one of the picks uh, was picked, not this past one, but the one prior was Sexy Beast. So that's Which coming was up. one of my picks, wasn't? Yeah, that's right. Right before you you actually joined the network as a as a podcast, so you were, you were just a listener. Um, also, you can email us at darkdiscussions at aol dot com or email us uh, through www.darkdiscussions.com dot com on the menu. There's a thing called contact us. It'll open up an email box, and you can type in uh, the message there. Uh, and the subject just write she Hulk. Uh, though uh, this will be the most likely the last episode for this season where we will go on hiatus for a year or two, assuming the a season two comes out. Um, and also uh, you can find us uh, under the dark discussions podcast feed. So just search for that, or you can find us under she Hulk Avenger of the law feed as well. Um, the dark discussions podcast feed is the, the main feed of the podcast network where all your co-hosts, that you hear here are on all the podcasts that are on that network uh, feed. So the network feed Dark Discussions podcast includes the Dark Discussions podcast, which is about horror films and things like that. Uh, Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, which is similar, but also includes interviews and things like that. And then uh, other TV podcasts like the one we're also doing at this time, uh, Decimation of Dragons, uh, House of the Dragon podcast. Um, so that's pretty much the house cleaning. So I guess we can get into a couple things. The first is uh, this episode here, we're going to talk about the season finale, but about the, sh the show as a whole, uh, because this is obviously the wrap up of uh, the season. Uh, so this will be a combination of the episode as well as the entire season as a whole. Uh, we're assuming that everybody has read read i mean watched all the episodes because uh you're here to hear different opinions and therefore we're assuming that um spoilers are not a problem because you've seen those episodes 
All right, so we can go around and discuss our feelings of the final, or I should say the finale of season one. Uh, so let's start with you, Mike. Yeah, um, without getting spoilers, the, the main thing I'll say is that I like the fact, I said this, I think maybe in the first episode, that they got creative with breaking the fourth wall, uh, which I was hoping they were going to do because the comics, especially the, the burn run that I loved so much, uh, really played around with that as a formatting thing. And they, they really, I thought, knocked uh, knocked it out of the park with uh, the way they, they kind of wrapped this up. And it was silly. And I can understand why it may not have been satisfying to people in a way that often happens with some of these shows where people get so uh, engrossed in their own pet theories as to what's going to happen. And then it never does, and they get mad at the show for not giving them the thing they never promised. Uh, but I, but I've, I've had fun with it. I rolled with it, and I liked it quite a bit. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's go for you, Kevin. Uh, I mean, it was. I'm I'm mixed on the end of this show. Um, I mean, the way they broke the fourth wall. I I I I have a nitpick. I think that's mostly what I would call it. I, I mean, I was happy with the show. I had fun with it. I think I just have a nitpick. Uh, and I, I, I mean, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a decent ending. I just, something about it just was missing for me. All right. Sounds good. Uh, for me, um, I'm kind of where you are, Kevin. Um, the, the episode um, didn't really, feel like it um tied up everything as as i i had hoped um the it, it almost was like seinfeld's joke which is it's a show about nothing and this this kind of felt that way i mean it was about something it was about um internet trolls and some um uh differences between genders and things like that with with superheroes and all that i, I assume mike mike you're you're better um, explanation on all that than, than I am, because uh, I was just trying to watch the show as a uh, as a, a She-Hulk show. Uh, but you, you were you were absolutely more um, into the nuances that that I may have missed. Um, so so obviously there there was things there that it was talking about, but but for me uh, it just I don't know it just felt like a show about nothing. And the ending is like like it didn't obviously the ending that she stops in the episode makes sense to stop because it makes no sense it's like why are they at abominations place and what was the point which is the point which is why do we hate she hulk just because it's she hulk or a woman superhero or whatever and again this is the nuances that i may have missed that mike will i'm sure will explain during this episode um and then the abomination himself i i mean it made no sense that he was there even care because he seemed like he had no issues with her as a as a human being or as a superhero. And then um, the Kevin thing, I know that was a, a, a joke reference to one, uh, one of the Marvel heads and probably um, okayed by him as well. Um, but it wasn't necessarily the, the, the show I wanted, but I did enjoy it. And then the, the final episode after such a great penultimate um I felt was a letdown, even though there were some awesome lines like um, uh, I smashed um, 
Daredevil and such, you know, some funny lines about, and, and a woman needs her needs, so bring back the Daredevil and things like that. Those are kind of cute. Um, but all in all, somewhat disappointed, uh, but I would still uh, give a thumbs up to the show as as a whole, because it was She-Hulk, and it was fun, and it was uh, getting to see my favorite superhero character on screen, even if it wasn't necessarily the show or the season finale that I, I was hoping for. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much where you and Kevin are. Um, I really enjoyed the fourth wall break, but there was something missing from this episode that just didn't leave me feeling satisfied. I'm not sure I can really put my finger on it. Maybe our discussion tonight will help me sort that out, but it just didn't work as well for me as I would have hoped. So I was a little disappointed there was definitely some funny moments in it and the acting was just fine. Um, I just thought it was, I don't know, whatever its message was that it was trying to put out there. It just didn't work for me. All right. Sounds good. Uh, let's go for you, uh, Sean. Uh, so I thought it was fun again. Like you've mentioned, the fourth wall breaking stuff was really, really fun. I think that was to me, the highlights for this episode. Um, I liked the fact that they were making fun of finale episodes by how they ended up having to break the fourth wall. Um, the thing I wonder about is because I'd read that there had been a bunch of reshooting. So I'm wondering what the original version was uh, in regards to the finale, if they had done something more serious or what those reshoots involved. So I don't know if we'll ever find out that, but and then just, I uh, think Jessica Gao had been interviewed or asked, what, well, is there going to be second season? And she was kind of, she wasn't uh, committing to it, it didn't sound like. But that doesn't mean that someone else can't step in. So right. we'll see what happens. But I mean, if nothing else, we know she's going to be in Captain America's movie. So she's maybe she's just moving up the big time. You mean She-Hulk? Or, or... Yes, She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, so. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's a fair point about uh, season two. Uh, I mean, it was mentioned numerous times in in this episode about a season two, but it does make sense that uh, Jessica Gao uh, didn't comment. Maybe she's under contract not to comment. Maybe it's because Marvel doesn't necessarily uh, say whether or not they're going to have a sec- second season for these shows, uh, or maybe they're committing to a different showrunner. I mean, we we just don't know. Um, so it makes sense that that she, you know, is quiet about it. You're gonna say something. Well, she made yeah, a- I was gonna say one of the problems with the with MCU, I think, the the TV shows, is they are they're focused on getting as many shows out there with as many characters possible in the spotlight, as opposed to making a, any one of them a regularly recurring series. So. You know, like if if you're a show, a traditional show on CBS or NBC, you film your season, the season's done. If you're renewed, you pretty much start work. You take a couple of weeks off and then you start working on the next season here. You know, like I think they just started working on the second season of Loki. And I think it's the only show they've done where there was a sec- an actual uh, second season other than what if. But that was an animated standalone thing. And probably cost a whole lot less than these live action shows with the actual stars. Um, so they, there's probably a whole lot of contractual stuff they would have to work out before they decide where they want to go with a She-Hulk season two, if there was going to be a season two. 
And of course, my problem with any of this is that every single character is on a clock, which we were just talking about, and that's time <laughs> before they start to age out of some of these roles. <laughs> you know, so if you're going to do like two seasons in five years, you know, that's you're you're missing some prime time for some yeah, of these actors. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I. That's a fair point. Just to interject for one second. I mean, our actress yeah. here, she's already in her mid thirties. I know Jessica Jones. She's already when when she was filming her show, she was already in her mid thirties, and and some of these older, uh, some of these men are now old, uh, older as well, and and have moved off of even being a list is in a sense whether it's because of retirement or they just fade out a little bit, like Johnny Depp or whatever. So th- those are all fair points, Mike. But uh, continue your point. I'm sorry to, to interject there. No, and that's it. I mean, it's and that that goes like for Charlie Cox, who's been playing Daredevil for now a decade, um, or just about, because I think Daredevil started in season, uh, sorry, in 2014 was his first season. Um, so yeah, so all of these things, it's just you know the time is a thing, and if you'd like to have these seasons one after the other after the other, but they're 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 using them more to support and set up other things. So I would like, uh, I wouldn't mind a second season of She-Hulk. Um, I think this stands fine on its own. I don't know that they need to have another season, but everything, everything like is character. so, but I like care, but everything is so slotted into the grand Marvel cinematic universe, which is sort of what they're making fun of with Kevin here. Um, like they right. just announced a whole bunch of their movies have been delayed. Well, because as soon as you delay one movie, it forces everything else to be delayed because everything is so kind of interconnected or this sets yeah, up that. And, and or and yes, yeah, sets up. Happen. Exactly. Also, Mike, too, is um, a lot of times they make these shows as the debut or a way to uh, get the public to notice them and then they um, graduate to movies. Right. Right. So, so that that's another possibility, too, where they do the show for one season and then, boom, let's let's bring them to the movies now and then just throw them up there. And that's where we'll see the character from now on. Uh, Sean, you were going to say something, too, but, uh, at the same time uh, that me and Mike were bringing yeah, up. Yeah, no, sorry about Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I was just going to say, like, Jessica's response, I thought was kind of interesting because she kind of has a point where she was saying, you know, I just finished the series. Um, give me a second to breathe. And she kind of compared it to people like having their first baby and you've just had the baby and people are like, when are you having your next child? But like, you know, know what to, to breathe, right? To, to be fair. Um, and, and again, I, I don't know how, how all this works. So I may be completely yeah. off by saying this, but uh, as a devil's advocate, you could say, uh, but Jessica, uh, as your interviewer, um, you know, the show was uh, produced in, and filmed Last year, 2021, uh, editing and all pre-productions, all that post-production, all that's done. And so really, it's just been seven months of uh, waiting for it to debut and then the three months to, to show it. So in that seven, eight-month period, what, what's the real story? You know, so so this could just be her, you know, trying to deflect like like a you know the head coach of a football team saying saying well you know you know uh, uh, or, or a politician uh, you know uh, education uh, healthcare you know you know you just say the same things over and over to just move on to the next question type of thing. So who knows what what the real truth is, right? Yeah, I just as, thought as it was an interesting advocate. her interview was so. Now, sure. now, one thing I, I had heard, and I, I cannot verify this, so I'm just passing it along, take it as a rumor, if you will, that I know that we are we were kind of outside the window of where the pandemic it was, but this was still a show that was affected. It was shooting while they were in the middle of the pandemic. They apparently lopped three episodes off 
So it wasn't supposed to be a nine episode run. It was supposed to be a 12 episode run. And I'm sure that probably had something to do with affecting the storyline. Um, how that affected it, I have no idea. Um, and it's weird, it's down- too, especially if it was episodic, you know, wh- which episodes would they chop out if some of the ones like the, the wedding one and stuff didn't really fit except as a standalone. It is be curious to see what those three were cut out that you're talking about, Mike, but uh, continue. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, while it's a very episodic show, it does still have uh, a tie the, the, a tie a and like running yeah. across the whole thing, which is sort of what this episode leads up to. And then they sort of pull the plug on it. I think the, the lack of satisfaction comes from the fact that they just magic wand the ending that they're, they've been building up to now they can do that because it's 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 a tv show and it's a tv show that acknowledges it's a tv show and so that things happen simply because they choose to write it that way right and Mm -hmm. so they choose to do that but this was a show that was about something you know and that it whether you liked what it was about or not it was a lot of it about she hulk talking about frustrations that uh that women deal with it was talking about uh the incel community uh, and the online community of the the haters and the people, yeah, who just will, who immediately jump on anything that happens to have uh, a woman in the lead and complain about it. Um, and I know the community is not big, but it is very, very loud and vocal. And you know that's what they were make, making yeah, fun of here. I was thinking about that, like that's an excellent point because because you're absolutely right. That's what they were probably pointing at and stuff. And and again, like you said, it's so small. I mean, no, it's vocal, and it's vocal if you happen to watch, you know go on Twitter, I guess, and, and some Facebook groups. But if if you not if you avoid Twitter and all that crap, which I generally do, and when you go to uh, Facebook, you know, I, I generally avoid a lot of these groups because it's just all rubbish. Uh, I mean, I, you can see it in Taylor Swift groups and, and cooking groups, and I just drop out of them too, because it's just all rubbish. That it, it's, it's like some people like Emily Blunt, they just shut, shut it off that completely. They don't even have a Twitter account or a Facebook account. And she publicly comes out and says, I don't need it. It's just garbage. And so for the, for obviously Jessica Gow or showrunners or whatever who wrote this, they must follow these weirdos strongly and actually take their, opinions as if not fact but as somewhat important and maybe they are because they're vocal and loud but it's it, it's like you know someone like myself who's watching a show for she-hulk or the marvel universe or superheroes in general or or like my girls were watching it it it, it didn't didn't resonate you know but anyway continue your point mike i just wanted to throw a, a different perspective of I don't know why it mattered that much to them, the trolls. You know, I mean, everybody has trolls. I mean, it's just. That, I agree. Uh, I agree with your statement about it not resonating. I mean, that's the problem I had with this. It didn't. It did not gel for me into something that really meant a lot to me, um, even after watching all the episodes. So it just did not have that resonance within me. So watching it, I really liked the fourth wall break, but I didn't like the resolution at all. Well, part of my problem, if if I may, part of my problem with the I had with the resolution was was that, for example, if you had a, a book with you know with ten chapters, you know this episode went from chapter one to chapter seven and a half, and then 
next thing we know, it went essentially it went from then it essentially skipped to chapter nine and a half and ten. In other words, we went wrapped from, up too okay, fast. Well, it not just wrapped up too fast. It didn't technically wrap up. I mean, it there was a chunk missing, and that was the problem I had was. You know, you had the big, you know, this this big fight scene, everything, and then that's when she breaks the fourth wall and all that. I said, all right, okay, that's funny, but it, I think they kind of went a little too far with it, and then all of a sudden at the end, you know, uh, the the guy, the 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 kind of the creepy guy, the 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 one head of um, God Intelligentsia is getting arrested, and uh, um. Abomination going back to jail, and you're like, wait a minute, what happened? I mean, I know she didn't like this is how it was happening, but you know, and like Titania comes in, bursts in, and almost, and it's like, wait a minute, she actually looked like she was going to be like the good person, like the good guy, if you will. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, and then all of a sudden it's all done, and then I mean, the daredevil kind of pops in and says, sorry, you're too late. Oh man, I mean, that was funny, and I had no problem with that, but it was the whole. How did it get? I mean, we see the resolution, but we don't know how. It was well, just, just a, yeah, it, it just, just all because, ends. All of a sudden, they're having dinner, yeah, and then just, we're done. Oh, well, but yeah. it was it. Well, again, it was because that it's written, and that's what happened. And Daredevil literally drops in out of nowhere, you know, like he was spawned in a video game. Yeah, because I get that. they can that do was that. Funny. And, right. and, 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 and it it was basically when she sees Kevin, she's just writing rewriting the screenplay with with right. him, right? Right. Right. And that's why things change so drastically and so easily. But her her only argument with Kevin was, oh, come on. Oh, come on. Instead of saying, saying, like, the real reason it shouldn't be this way. And then I guess that would have filled in the gaps that I think Kevin's feeling that he missed, which I kind of did, too. And I think you did, too, Bear. Well, I think some of it was making fun of the fan theories, because you end up with this final episode. Hulk fighting Abomination, Titania returns. Uh, I'm just surprised they didn't squeeze Red Hulk in there somewhere because I I've been, was, here, I've been hearing I was that. completely shocked that, that there was no Red Hulk. Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw YouTube videos where it's like, oh, confirmed Red Hulk in episode nine of She-Hulk because there was like something red and blurry in the tra- in the, the trailer but, for but, for the episode. It's like, but like, but oh. Mike, let me ask you this though: if if is it? If they're doing pot shots at the yeah, that's fan exactly theories right, and stuff, the, the, but those things, those things, the pot, the fan theory people and the Red Bull and Reddit people, even if they're eccentrically into things, you know, similar to, uh, you know, you may have been or are with Jaws, Star Wars, and Star Trek, and I am with Taylor Swift and cooking and 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 I don't know whatever else, and on and on and on, uh, but. That's not necessarily they're, they're not trolls. They're they're fans. So no, no, no. That's not the trolling part. Why would you want to take a, a shot at, at those type of people too, along with the trolls? They, they took a pot shot at their boss too. The, the, I think they oh, they wanted yeah. the, they, the the show went off the rails, right? Right. Okay. Now, so so the thing with Abomination, Abomination was not part of the group. Abomination was just hired as a public speaker, right? He was hired as a guest speaker. He can't leave his compound, so that's why they, why they were meeting there. Gotcha. Right. So, and he does like when Hulk you know, drops in, he doesn't fight him. He puts his arms up to, to protect himself, but he doesn't get involved in any of the fighting. Right. But he's the abomination because people are paying to see the abomination. They're not paying to see Emil Blonsky. 
But yeah, okay. it was just said, okay, let's make this the worst possible ending. And so you have just Titania wander in out of nowhere. You have the Hulk just magically appear out of nowhere to save the day. And all of it made no sense at that point. Right, but, but, but do Marvel point, stories do that? Not really. Um, so, yeah, so why why make the that? Uh, yeah, I, I get the I get the joke. It just wasn't fun. Like all no, these well, people show up and nothing happens. So then it's like almost pointless. It just doesn't no, the, work for me. No, the joke is more on what leads up to that. The 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 big villain reveal the creating a villain who has the same powers as the hero which has been a lo- ongoing critique uh yeah of, of, of superhero yeah, films yeah. i get all uh, that it's films, just boring but yeah well but that's that was kind of the point is that it was yeah but who makes the point, point that's boring i, I don't no get no no that. no well well i'm not sure i understand what your what the boring point is what what you're saying is boring nothing happened it was all taken away. Nothing happened. Well, and that's the problem, right? Is that the whole point of the show, right? So who, whose show is this, right? It's, it's supposed to be her taking control of her life, and she takes control of her show and makes them write a happy ending for her. The, the problem is I don't know that it's an earned happy ending. And it's, I think that's I agree that's with the that. real problem. I agree with you right. there, and I also think that it's not <laughs> – when you're writing a story, you want people to get involved, not to just sit there and go, what right. the fuck? Well, well, and that's the thing, Barrett, where I, I think they were wrong is where, where She-Hulk says, whose stories is this? And yeah, okay, you know, technically Thor's story Thor, She-Hulk's is She-Hulk's, Wonder Woman's is Wonder Woman, and, and Ben Obi-Wan Kenobi's is Ben Obi-Wan Kenobi's, and so on and so on. But right. but it's, it's not really – it, Exactly. It's not really for them. It, obviously, the artist – wants it to be part of them that's the reason they're doing it but all artists whether you're you're uh famous or not you 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 want people to read and watch your and listen to your music and and see your art and so that's so you don't want to alienate people unless you're just one of those weirdos that you know and then let me rephrase that if it's just one of those uh people that just have this i don't know what what to call them i don't want to insult them but the, the the point of these shows here isn't not just to only make I mean it's obviously to make money and it's also to make a fan base and it's also to attract fans and entertain. So, so right, so right. isn't isn't the show really for all the fans of basically She Hulk and even it Marvel? Been, yeah, if they'd have had fans pulled into her fourth Here's wall break, that. that could have been really funny. Well, I think as I'm, as we're talking about it, anytime I think one of the classic things ever done uh in terms of fourth wall break is if you go back to an old looney tunes cartoon called duckam i think it was duckamuck where it was basically daffy duck versus the animator oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, see, yeah, yeah I remember, I remember that, that yeah. one yeah. and the thing is that is an ongoing argument between daffy duck and the animator the animator doesn't say anything until the very end uh but the animators responding and replying to everything that Daffy Duck is saying by animating something new, either to to vex him or to do the "be careful what you wish for" thing. Uh, there's a there's a <laughs> classic a <laughs> there's a there's a classic run of DC Comics from the mid '80s written by uh, Grant Morrison called Animal Man, and it, the the story literally ends with Animal Man having a conversation with the writer Grant Morrison, but that takes a whole issue of a philosophical debate back and forth between them. Um, 
and him taking issue with the fact that his he's being made to suffer for the entertainment of others. And here, I think this would have been better had it been better fleshed out because it's literally she breaks into the offices. She break, uh, confronts Kevin and she just gets what she wants without really a much of an argument. Right. That he kind of just, oh, OK, you want this, have this. Um, I'm part of me wishes maybe that they had done more of a tuckamuck thing where it felt like she earned the win as opposed to her just saying, Hey, can I get this instead? Which is fundamentally what happens, right? Because you're dealing with only a 30 minute show. Yep. Um, it, it does end up coming a little too easily. Uh, I, I don't think, you know, these are, if you don't like these characters and I understand what, like, Phil, there's stuff like this. There's the stuff that happened with, uh, Captain Marvel where there were people, there were these idiot conspiracy theorists who were saying that Captain Marvel really didn't make a billion dollars, that that was money that was all supposed to go to, I don't know, Justice League or something. And that they, that they just <laughs> lied about where the money was. There, there, there are some real fucking dumbasses out there and they're like, and they just, they just can't help themselves as far as being idiots. And this is, and I can imagine if you're in this industry and you're hearing it a lot, especially if you're a woman in this industry I can, and you, you're, you're on the brunt of it. Um, yeah, I can get it. I get whether, whether, whether using them as a target and, and they didn't help themselves. And I saw one, I, which I just saw pop up my feet. I don't know why. And I, I, against my better, uh, Instinct, I said, okay, I just want to see what this person had to say, criticizing the the last episode of She-Hulk. And it was like, the person didn't even understand what he was watching. Um, and it was, it was just, I was just embarrassing. And Right, uh, but, but, but we, we can just ignore those people, right? And, and does well, their you opinion can, but they're still, really but they're matter? still out there. Well, but does it, it matter? Depends. It depends on how much they're harassing the people online. It depends on a lot of things. And if you're hearing these criticisms and these, them saying these things, and listen, there was a lot but, of but, it when, when but, Captain Marvel came out. But, but, but we know those – anybody in the public sphere, whether you're a politician, an artist, a pundit, Because a I don't think it's as small a thing as you, or as you might think it is because they're very vocal. But you can and just they, shut and it a lot off. of times – not, not everybody uh, does. Right, and that's that's their problem fault, I think. And and maybe that's Jessica right. Gao's problem. I I don't know because my, no, my point is is that like did she help her cause in a sense? Because let me, let me explain it. It's like like you know because okay she breaks the wall and if we obviously we we shouldn't be looking at this as logically because this is a complete comedy episode for sure. But you know why didn't she help? Just say well I like the abomination, so I'm going to say he we can rewrite it so he never turned to the abomination and he doesn't have to go back to jail or yeah you know there's all these things. Well, that, the abomination going to know? going to jail thing was because he didn't apologize to her. He did the old I, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, um, which is again one of these. These sort of feminist tropes. But everybody, but, everybody, yeah, everybody. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. It I has know. nothing to do with gender. I understand that, but it's a, it's a thing. So whereas, like, it's not really apologizing; it's at the non-apology apology. So he wasn't sorry for breaking the rules. Now, my here's my problem with that: is what was he doing that was wrong? He violated the terms of an agreement, but not in a way that really got to the heart of what the agreement was for, which was he was supposed to not be 
become a monster right. and terrorize yeah. people. Right, and right. he was becoming right, a but, monster but, to give a public speech. Right, but, but I would it also argue still could have been rewritten by her since she had full control to Kevin to say, oh, well, we like him, so let's not have him go to jail. Well, you know? yeah, and that's where those things, if you had had a debate where you said, well, could you make him do this? Well, then that's taking agency away from the character. And that is you can create change the situations, but the characters have to respond to the situations as they are. Right. You can you can you could have had that as a philosophical debate as to what are the, the limitations of how much could be written and rewritten in this reality. Um, um, so that, you know, they could, the, the abomination was going to do what the abomination did. But, um, yeah, so that was, I was like, I was not really all that satisfied with the abomination going to jail. And I was very happy with the post credit sequence that showed him getting back out. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I totally did not like him going to jail. That really aggravated because me. I don't think he, because I don't think he did anything that, that justified it. And nope. I don't think that Jennifer had ever shown herself to be this person that would, um, would be pissed. That I didn't say, I'm sorry. Get, I'll get on well, my not, knees. No, 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 not that, but it's right. so like, if you watch better call Saul, Saul's brother uh, is the guy who was very hidebound by what the law said. Yeah. The law itself was this, the law itself was right and wrong, and this is a case yeah. where like, uh, King Stannis, right, where he broke the law, he broke the rules of the agreement, but he didn't really do anything wrong. If they had established Jen as a lawyer, as someone who really believes what the law is, as breaking the law itself is an inherent wrong, then you can make that argument. But they haven't. I don't think they've shown that. No, no. Right. If, this, if this, anything, she's just, broken the she law just, numerous times by throwing cars and stuff. So, right. So, she, I was going to say yeah, she just yeah. destroyed a car garage. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um, exactly. so I, so that, so that really didn't quite work for me. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what their plans are with this character in the future. But um, I think that maybe it was just too easy, a too easy resolution. That was an unearned happy ending, and that it was basically her just. And is this really what you guys want? Is just to see me be miserable? This isn't even a learning to embrace the, the my, my two sides, learning to, to to be the hero, you know. And it doesn't fit thematically with where this series, I think, has necessarily been going, right? Because the show starts with the 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 with power comes responsibility argument. Yep. Yeah. And we never and, and we never takes it all away. And it basically is. With great power, I can do whatever I want, or I can make the world become what I want. And uh, yeah, so I could see that's not a very satisfying resolution. Um, a friend of ours, Christy, uh, is a writer, and she I know, I know she hated this ending. Uh, she said it was like they wrote themselves into a corner, and I, I would disagree with that because basically if you stop right before Titania comes in and stop before the Hulk comes in, you know, you basically have a very generic – ending set up right there that was going to pay off everything which is she hulk comes in well well and they didn't, todd beats the well, crap out of todd and, and i don't everybody think everybody has a happy and, ever I don't, after. And, and i don't think they they wrote themselves into a corner at all no. i think it was all intentionally written this way they, they yes. had a plan like we want this ending to be this strange yeah 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 thing and, and yeah. it's like totally agree yeah, so, so I, I, don't, I don't agree with her either, but I could see. Right, I don't think they wrote themselves into a point where it's like, oh, how are they going to get out of this one? If anything, it was very obvious where they were going yeah. for most of this story. And right. and right. the story beats weren't going to be anything but original or exemplary. So I, th I, I think if they right. had not done the fourth wall break, I don't think it would have been any better necessarily because it may have been. Well, no, well, no, yeah. no, but they didn't even have to write it. The quote-unquote generic crappy way that they had the she-hulk joke. Why are we doing this? Because 
after the penultimate episode and the cliffhanger and all that, they had the setup for for the for the big finale that was actually real, quote unquote real, and part of where the penultimate came from. But they decided to make a commentary on something instead about something and whether it's gender, whether it's Marvel, whether it's I don't know, but but they decided to to make some sort of commentary instead of following the the story that they set up in which ultimate episode. Yeah, which took away all my goodwill from all the episodes before it. I mean, it just kind of yeah, it just I, I guess I think, it just didn't work for me. I think that uh, turning to the audience and saying, "Is this really what you want?" Right? Was just just as just people being mean to me. Um. I, I think even I that. I don't, I, as it, I don't as think mentioned, we did. With, did we? Do you think people are watching? Well, the, hate watching Karen, the show. For, I think well, it was not the, that. I think it Although was there Gao are, but, or somebody that that just wanted to make the character have these thirty plus single woman issues, and I don't think it was the audience that was hate hate. I mean, there's no. I don't think it's there. that. We know there's think, that one percent weirdos out there, but. No, but I think if you fundamentally, when you get right down to it, this is kind of what I was saying with the, the that Animal Man storyline. Yes, the audience wants to see the heroes suffer because they have to overcome something. Okay. Right? We want to see our heroes put through their paces. We want to see things. Yeah, yeah like Spider-Man, we, no, we, Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Right. Now, right. We, now, we may not – if you ask an audience member, do you want to see terrible things happen to your characters, they may not consciously be aware of it, but any good writer knows that you don't reward your characters or give your characters what they want at the beginning of the story, right? You have to make them suffer and, and, and lose it. Or if they get what they get, there has to be a punishment that goes with it or get something taken away. So it's this, that the, the whole wish fulfillment problem, right? Um, that, and so yet, yes, part of it. And there, there was a story they could have, because she can break the fourth wall, you know, she, she could have had that engagement with the audience, um, or had that conversation with Kevin and have Kevin explain that to her. And by the way, I also would have maybe had a, had Kevin there instead of Robot Kevin, which would have saved them on the budget. Um, I did like the if, design for him, though, making him actually it, have was, the hat. Oh, and, and I like how <laughs> yes. Kevin said, "I like how Kevin said change back to uh, Jennifer, but yes, make, uh, but make sure, uh, yeah, but for the cost, well, well, you know." And that has been a running joke uh, throughout the whole se- series because every review I've read about each episode, they said, you, you notice that she barely ever changes on screen. And, and, and it was like, they pre- prepared for that with this ending here. So, um, yeah, stuff like that was really funny. I, I yeah, like yes. most of the fourth wall break stuff. It was hilarious. Yeah. I also like the fact that she asked about X-Men. Yes. That, that was, was awesome. Great. <laughs> I mean, I was laughing the whole time through that. It just was, everything else was dissatisfying for me. Well, to me, uh, part of it is sort of like um, it's my feeling when I was watching Thor Ragnarok. I know oh, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people love Thor Ragnarok, but as I was Ugh. watching it, I was I was still bothered by it because I'm watching Thor have this great Thor adventure, and in the back of my head, there's we keep cutting back to a B story where his his, his friends and family are being murdered, and then it's like let's go back to a rollicking good time. It's like there was something that was not gelling, and then those problems just exploded tenfold in, in the latest film um and, and everyone kind of caught up but it still was better executed then and it, a lot of other things but i could still laugh with it but there was a lot and they also did tie it all up together 
with the the final act of that that film um but just got us this weird thing and here i don't think they brought it all together i don't think they found a way to to but my point being that the, the laughs can carry you through but then at the end after the laughs are done you can stop and think about the story it's like but was i satisfied emotionally with the story they told yeah. and i and i can i can absolutely see where that's not going to be the case here and all they did is really give give her a wish fulfillment ending and without the price without the cost and i could understand what's okay and all so all the bad people went to jail but we didn't see them punish or suffer right so all these people these the the, the right. intelligentsia people who did these horrible things we never really see them get their comeuppance Right. It, it cut from Kevin to the, everybody on the street and, and people being arrested. Yeah. Right. So we, we don't we don't yeah. we don't get to see Cersei blow up the set. Right. Right. You know, um, from, from Game of Thrones. We, we don't we don't get to see, uh, uh, you know, the, Captain uh, Kirk, the, Al, Commander Crooge off the up. cliff. Or, well, that, that, well, that but that wasn't. Um, well, I, maybe if you sided with the empire, that was a justifiable thing. But I'm saying is you don't get the. My point is like so, like talking about like when you see the like the, the the final fuck you to the villain, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if like Star Trek three, the kicking Christopher Lloyd off the cliff, right? I've had enough of you. You know, throw him off, or um, you know, it's or just Vader throwing the emperor down down the shaft. We want to see that that cathartic moment where we go, I, I, yeah, and now, we don't get it here. See, see, I'm, I'm glad that you, you. That's where I was confused because you you started off with Cersei's blowing up the sept, and it was like, oh, oh because the, 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 but you're right, she was, she was the hero. She was the hero now. For that moment, you could yeah. make that argument, but it was like we, we didn't like the High Sparrow, um, and for that moment, at least you could certainly go, yeah, good job on Cersei for fucking him up in the ass, right? Yeah, um, but she killed a lot of collateral <laughs> damage. I mean, right, well, we, we don't all the to... collateral yeah, damage. Yeah, that's right, we true don't... too. All right, but but but, we, but I, I also know I'm talking to Phil here. That's yeah. part of it. Yeah. Oh wow! Well, come on. Cersei's was ruled. Or blowing up the or blowing up blowing up the shark at the end of Jaws. Right? We want that yeah moment, and I think we're deprived of that yeah moment because if you really hate these 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 uh, incel losers in this thing that have uh, like tried to slut shame her and ruined her career, and we just cut cut to them getting carried away we never get to know them individually and we just get todd right why, taken why away are they why are they incels and who are they you know i mean well what, well what, and what but, generic they're men right and right yeah, yeah. And yeah generic, that's how it they're, feels they're, in this they're, ending they're generic yeah. loser dudes and even then like what is realistically what is what is what is todd going to face he's going to face probably with his money with the actual crimes he committed on screen, because he didn't become the Hulk, he's going to face a fairly minor assault charge, uh, breaking into somebody's violation of privacy charge. Right. Um, he, Maybe I'm a guessing, web porn thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is he going to get? He's going to get a slap on the wrist, maybe a few months. And I'm sure he has, because we, we know he's wealthy, he's going to get a really good lawyer. And because he's because he's not been a violent criminal, because they wrote that part of the story out. Right. Well, and and, and to be honest, to be honest, people have done a lot worse than him, and and like you know, and they just let right. them go off nowadays too. So or, you don't even need, or, you don't even they, need bail or, anymore, or they commit suicide in prison. But um, <laughs> well, we get no resolution between her and the other woman either. No resolution between them. 
Well, yeah, and or I don't mind. Like, yeah. Well, I don't necessarily mind that because Titania, I just kind of see as this eternal like nuisance that occasionally pops up to bother She Hulk. Right. You know, yeah, there was but... there, there was there was no ongoing story arc for that to me. Well, um, they left it as if she was going to come back to get revenge, right? And then, and well, that's where really you can do it in season out. two. She just, but she's not yeah. part of the main story arc, right? So I, I could see that yeah. as a if, if there's a season two, then we bring her back. Well, to and two. and that's the that's the thing is is that the main story arc was really not that focused much at all in the season until uh, the last couple of episodes. I mean, you, you got a pump point here where, where, you know, she fights the guys in the alley and then you, you know, we see Todd once or twice as, as the check off Todd. And then, you, you know, obviously the penultimate, we get the, we get a big thing, but I mean, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't like humongous, you know, I mean, Titania was more, more forefront than, than they were. I felt you know, so no, and I think a good example of that is the wrecker, right? Where one episode he ambushes She Hulk in an alley to get her blood, and then two episodes later he's yeah, fresh showing up. He's yeah, he's showing up there, you know, as a friend who's worked through his anger issues. It's like that is very much feels like um, just ma- of, of making the character change off screen to suit whatever you needed to fit in the story. And, you know, they could easily have used any number of other miscellaneous characters, just like they created Porcu- Porcupine and Saracen and who was the other one? Oh, uh, uh, oh uh, the Zorro guy. El the, 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 yeah. I mean, the, the Spanish guy. The guy the, from yeah, the, the, uh, the eagle. Aguila, uh, 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 however to pronounce it. But um, right, right, right. so, yeah, I mean, it's everything. It's been it's She-Hulk show and everyone else has been bent to that. Um. Yeah, I said I I enjoyed it. It was fun. I understand there there was not an emotional resolution, and that was lacking. And I agree with that. Um, I, I think overall this was a middling series, meaning not middling in a sort of bad way. But if I were, were ranking the list of the this the series that Marvel has done so far, I'd kind of put it middle of the pack. Um, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it was nearly as good as as say WandaVision and Loki. I thought it was better than the the muddled ending of Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, and I, mean, I actually I, liked I, it better I, than Moon Knight, which had a lot better reviews. You even though Moon Knight, Knight. Had, yeah. uh, even Moon Knight had a kaiju battle at the end. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I haven't seen many of the Marvel shows except this one, um, but. I, I could see how you feel that just based off of my own understanding of what I saw, which is, you know, these, the, some of the standalone episodes, like the wedding episode and, and, um, and stuff that it was just, um, didn't feel like it advanced the plot as much. I mean, obviously it, it introduced, uh, the guy, uh, Josh guy and, and whatnot, but, but yeah, it was, it was, I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I can feel, well, feel what you're saying. I, I think, there's Damn, enough. Jimmy. There's been enough, like good, legitimately good comedies on TV that if you're going to stake your ground as being a comedy and really Marvel's first outright comedy, um, I wanted. I, I think I would have needed more outright guffaws through the show, and it, I find it more entertaining than absolutely hilarious. And I would have liked some hilarity, or I would have liked them leaning a little harder into the action if they couldn't make it funnier, but I also understand for budget reasons, 
they couldn't really do that either. So I don't know. Um, they, they tried. It was different. I liked it. I did, I'm not sorry. I watched it. I will watch the second season. I think the main thing is that they had very likable characters uh, by the end. I enjoyed most of the characters in this show. Uh, I enjoyed the, the supporting cast. I, I love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody is, is ripping the show as an entirety. I, I think it's just right. pointing out. It's just, some, some, but it's, yeah, yeah. it's just this one episode is, is, is often to me, I didn't like the wedding episode. Um, but I think, and I've always said this, that for any kind of an ongoing series, you have to be able to like the characters. If the rest of, if the rest of the series is magnificent and you can't stand watching the people on the screen, you're not going to watch it. And right. if you enjoy the people on the screen, then I think you're willing to forgive more of the flaws. Right. Well, yeah. And, and you know, it also depends on your investment, too, because, for example, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about Halloween ends on the Dark Discussions podcast later this week. And, and it'll be curious to see what people feel of that. But but online, a lot of people have said, you know, the people that are really invested with the character in that franchise are saying if it was it wasn't enough about Michael Myers and and. It was too much of a love story of of twenty of somethings, and and then Michael Myers just makes an appearance and whatever, and and whether that's fair criticism or not for that movie, I, I think I think it kind of applies here a little bit too because like yeah the, like the wedding episode or, or this episode or whatever and and people yeah you know wanted to see a She Hulk story even if it is. That's a little tongue-in-cheek based off of, you know, the Burns stuff and all that. They still wanted to see a superhero story. So when we saw the the funny tongue-in-cheek episode with Longers and Madison, that was a great episode because it had the action, the dimensions, the stuff you – the demons, the stuff that you would see in a superhero. And they could still also put in there Jen, Walter, and um, She-Hulk, I guess, alter ego – Fight of who is Jen and, and her own personal being and all that, and then you have these other episodes that are aren't really kind of she hulky slash superhero slash Marvel, and you're like, what what am I watching? And so the, my analogy of the Michael Myers Halloween ends that some people online, not necessarily me, but some people online are having with that movie could be applied kind of here too for a good handful of the episodes you know because everybody i was watching i think she hulk i mean the real fans of of what they wanted to see they wanted to see like the penultimate episode or the madison episode or even the 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 first episode you know the origin story episode because those are the type of things that you're watching a superhero show for i think well i do think there's there's something to be said for taking the piss out of expectations Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that we're going to talk about the, the Halloween ends, but there are some people who just wanted Halloween ends to be Michael Myers wandering around the screen for 90 minutes killing things, which is kind of what they got in the last episode, which was kind of what they got they in the did. last movie. And, and they, they all sure bitched did, about yeah. that one. So um, not all of them, but some of them. did, yeah. But a lot of them. So, yeah, yeah I mean, here you, you have problems if you give people exactly what they want. You have problems if you don't give them what they want. And that's why I try very hard. I'm not always successful to take the thing on the terms that they're trying to give me and try to evaluate on those terms. Um, But I do think that if I were to look at this whole run of episodes uh, of nine episodes, I I agree with you. I think you, you hit the nail on the head. The two that hit it the best 
were the Madison episode and the Daredevil episode because not only do they uh, are were they legitimately funny, but they also uh, played into the action part of it as well. They managed to to balance those two, which ironically, right, this whole thing is about uh, Jennifer Walters trying to balance her her legal life and her superhero life. And the whole series has been trying to find a balance between the superhero stuff and the, the comedy and stuff. And and I think those are the two that did it best. Agreed. Those are the two that found the right balance. I think here they got the they did the comedy well, but they lost the story as a part of it. And because they lost the story, there was and if this was the uh, you know episode seven, I don't think it would be a big deal. But there was. Because sort of like the, the the wedding episode, right, where it was like felt like a weird no resolution to that episode, and right. but that's eh, it's the middle of a season, it's a throwaway episode. Well, but this is the this the season, arguably maybe there's even the series finale. You want an, a a real emotional resolution, not a not not just a happy ending, which is what we got, which is a uh, here's the happy ending on a silver platter because you asked for it. And that's why I think if there was more of a, a legitimate debate between She-Hulk and Kevin, and you could have saved money by having – I don't necessarily expect them to actually have Kevin Feige on screen because I imagine he might not be a good actor. Or or he's a private could, person too. Who knows? Or But, but you could certainly have gotten a, a an actor to play Kevin Feige. Yeah, and you could probably had had fun with it with which actor you get to play Kevin Feige. Right, and they could have even made a joke and, and had him on on a telephone like like Charlie's Angels you, or something you know. like that. Yeah. Right, so yeah. you don't have to use his his real voice. Where there's a legitimate discussion and 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 have it play out, but again, it would have cost money. Of you know, this is what I want, and this is why I want that, and and not maybe getting what she wants and having it backfiring or say, no, 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 don't do that. Let's try this instead. And trying to find a, a satisfying resolution and having him argue, well, yeah, we have to have you suffer because the audience, you know, for has to en- enjoy your final victory at the but end. And they, they could have also not even had the Kevin piece at all. And they could have just gone a different route too. Right. I mean, well, we're, we're, we're looking they, at it at, at just at this point, what we're talking about is we're just looking at, oh, well, if we're going to have the Kevin thing, we could do this. But technically, they didn't even need to have that. They could have gone elsewhere, right? Right. They could have they could have gone very conventional. And I think, you know, but I think if they had gone conventional, uh, it would have been boring. I think this was this was interesting. I like it was an interesting idea. I just don't know that they quite nailed the execution. Story wise. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, now, now uh, Kevin and Sean, you guys haven't said much. While me, Barrett, and Mike have said a lot the past twenty-five minutes or so, what, what do you guys have to say? You haven't said much. Well, I, I was going to oh, go ahead, Kevin. I said I didn't want to interrupt, so there you go. Um, I mean, I've, I've just been listening to the, the conversation you've been having, and I, I can't, I, I can't disagree with you. Um, you know, my whole thought was that it, it fizzled out, and. I mean, I have to admit, when I saw the when she stopped and then they had the it, it essentially if you don't have Apple TV, that screen may not make as much sense because it looked like an Apple like a, a setup for Apple TV. And she burst through, or no Disney, the Disney thing and she breaks through and then she's looking around. I thought I mean, I liked that part. Yeah, my, my kids were like, what? And my wife says, oh, my God, the TV froze again. God damn Comcast. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, though, after you then say, all right, she gets out. She, she's walking through like real time. She's she's 
not just break. I mean, she's not just, you know, she, she's broken through. She's stormed through. She's done the Kool-Aid man breaking through the fourth wall. Oh, yeah. And, you know, so you get all these writers and all of a sudden they're looking up and there she is. And I, I don't I mean, that part was kind of fun. But then, as I said, the whole part with with Kevin, it, it's almost like, uh, you know, the uh, kind of a, a making fun of the the Matrix where the where Neo meets the I can't remember that the character's name, the architect, the architect. Right. You know, reminds me a little bit of that. But then, like I said, I, I just got frustrated because it just ends. It's like, well, and then who and I have to confess, who cares that the Hulk has a kid? I mean, that was kind of something bigger. That's, I guess at least some, something bigger, but he's like, here, here's my son. It's like, oh. Which, which yeah. unfortunately kills the joke of, well, but we need to introduce, save it for the movie. And that's, uh, yeah. that's, that's the point, right? Is that this is, this is leading to the, I guess, World War Hulk or, or, or whatever it's going to be, where they introduce Scar. And, you know, we don't need to introduce that in the TV show. Let this TV show be the, this TV show and don't feel the need to use it to set up something else the way WandaVision set up in the multiverse of madness and Loki has set up the, the multiversal war and um, uh, Hawkeye set up and Pinkpin and the Dare and Daredevil and Echo, you know, just let the show be itself. Right. And, and so it's, so it, so it almost undercut its own point. Right. And I, I kind of wish I would have heard Matt, like when Wong, when Longers comes in, uh, I kind of wish I heard Madison, you know, kind of in the background, like, come on, Wongers, let's watch. Cause I mean, Wong's talked about watching a new series, you know, and I kind of wish I could have heard her at least in the background saying, Hey, come on, you know, episode three's coming up or something, something like that. It would have been, it just would have been nice. You, you know what, Kevin, and, and that's a fair point, but I think Mike did have a good point a couple episodes ago of our podcast where he said uh, a, a good point, which is, the showrunners may have not known she was going to be a breakout character. That's and true. So, and so that's why she, she kind of disappeared after that one episode. And but fine. but I but I, what I will say is that that was a month that was over a month ago, right? Or mm-hmm. or about a month ago. In that time, they very easily could have hired the actress to record one line of dialogue. Oh, your point. That, good that, taken. That, that could have been 80 yard over it. You didn't have to see the actress. Yep. It could have been done without missing a beat as to what happens on screen here. So I, I, yeah, I, I'll agree. That's a drop that, would, that, would, that, that would have been funny. Uh, but I, I also understand I, that would have been kind of inspired. Uh, I, I also understand why they may have missed that as a pos- as an option. But, but your point is taken, Mike. That's a, that's a really good point. That, yeah, I mean, they've had a whole month to to just film, you know, a two minute thing or even less. Or like you said, actually ten seconds, and and that would have worked. Yeah. As oh, you say, come on, come on, yeah, just come on, Wong, just yeah, and that would have been it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what about you, uh, Sean? You haven't said much either, so. Um, so the thing I was thinking about, because I think this is something you had brought up earlier, Phil, just in regards to the presentation of She-Hulk or what you were looking for based on being a She-Hulk fan, like the best episodes were the ones where she had her guest stars. So the first one was Hulk, then Wongers, then Daredevil. And I mean, even the stuff with Emile and uh, Abomination, yeah. right? In the suit. So it's. I mean the suit, but I guess that's its own its own entity. But just the fact that like when you're looking at it, the best episodes 
were the ones that were attached with other characters, which I well, weren't I mean, they all? I'd be hard pressed to find think of an episode where there wasn't another character. So I was just meaning in regards to the biggest, like the the best out of the episodes, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Were like to me, and I was saying this is just me, and I could be totally wrong on this, but to me, the best episodes was the first one with Hulk, the one with Wongers, which was like a totally unexpected one, where Wongers and that whole situation, and then the situation with Daredevil. Yeah. Like to me, those were the three best oh, and I, episodes. And, and they had Abomination. His episodes were pretty good too. And his episodes were good too, right? Tim Roth is awesome. But when you're looking at it, is the focus is supposed to be on She-Hulk? And it's great having the guest stars, but is there an aspect of it taking away the focus? Because like she's joking, is whose show is this? It's like, you know, you having and she made another joke early in the season, like we're not gonna have guest stars every episode. Right? And that's like, you know, almost what they had was a guest every episode, right? We're almost well, but that, in, 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 in that she starts listing through the characters and you see the look on her face that she's realizing as she's saying that, that they are in fact a guest of the week show. Right. And so that, I, I don't know. So that was just what I was thinking, but if no one else got that, then I also understand. No, I think it's, I think it's a matter of, because just that daredevil was there. Didn't make it a good episode that, that Wong was there. Didn't make it a good episode. It's how they use those characters and they use them well. Um, I, I mean, that's what makes them work well. And those were well-written ways. They, they, they incorporated those characters well. They incorporated Wong well. That was actually the second episode in a row that Wong had been on, right? Or wait a minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He showed up, I mean, yeah, he showed up in an episode. At the end of the one, right? And then... Yeah, yeah, where, where he had to, he, yeah, yeah, because he had to come in and, and give his, his deposition, uh, or whatever. deposition, yeah, exactly. And then, then they said, "Oh, you you broke the law too." And he goes, "Well, I have to leave." And he disappears. So right about right. So he shows up for the for the abomination episode, mm-hmm. and then he shows up for his own episode. Right. And and he worked. And the fact that it's it's Benedict Wong playing Wong, he's a good character. He's got a great voice, um, in terms of a writing voice, and it, it seems like an easy character to write with. And they, they they hit the nail on the head, and they used him very well in his appearances. They didn't just have Daredevil show up just to show up. They incorporated him in a meaningful way, where he has an honest conversation about with She-Hulk about uh, about like taking on pro bono clients. You know, and, one and, for them, and the one love interest too. The love interest, and then and then with, tie it with, into the, to the love interest, and with, which is kind of cool. Because you know, there's that that feminist checklist of things you want to you don't want to do if you write a story about a woman, and one is to have a love interest because it should only be about her, and so and and yet the the feminists, quote unquote feminists, and, and or whatever you want to call them, the, the woman writers in this one here and the show, and have decided we're going to have the love interest, and so they went against that real feminist rule book, and I thought that was kind of cool. Well, that's the that's a thing is like, the, well, I don't know if you're talking about the Bechdel test where you have a conversation <laughs> between two women that's not about a man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 stuff like that. Yeah, yeah but exactly. it's, a, I that's mean, look, there's, I mean, you know, I mean, what's the biggest, biggest genre of books? Uh, romance books. And, and 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 who exactly are buying them? I'll give you a hint. It's not uh, the uh, uh, it's not, it's not X, the intelligentsia crowd. Uh, double X chromosome people. 
Yeah, they, exactly. So they want the romance. It's like they want something more to it than just to, and or and they don't want to just define the character by that romance. You know, She-Hulk is a character who in the comics got in trouble, uh, got kicked out of the Avengers because she was bringing too many guys over for a one-night stand and violating security protocols. Um, so th- this is an aspect of the character is that she has these multiple relationships. Um, and they do a thing where she has a casual – this is not a serious uh, I-want-to-have-your-babies romance with Daredevil. This is a nice fling who's good in, with a guy who's good in bed, and there's no shame attached to that. And I think that you know that most feminists would ha- would would argue that's that's a good thing for this character um, to, to have that where they don't feel the need to to shame a character for having a simple, physically gratifying relationship. Right, right. Well, and 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 to be honest, to be fair, for She-Hulk, uh, at least in, in this show, she wasn't bringing home guys to just get laid and find the next guy. She was hoping that these guys would be the guy, right? And then she gets betrayed, kind of, sort of. So, um... It's she was like, at least looking for a relationship. A real, a yeah, yeah, it wasn't like she's sleeping around just because she wanted to, you know, get a notches on her on her, her, her key, or, you know. It, it was just bad luck. Um, the guys kind of were dirtbags, or whatever. Right. But she also wasn't trying to say, I wanted to have Daredevil's babies. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. Well, right. I mean, she was a realist, you know. Like, like that maybe that you know, I'll st- date this guy. This guy could be the guy, you know, whatever. And and then you know, a year later, oh, well, yeah, yeah, I could see a future. But but yeah, so they weren't doing the the typical old school romance where, oh, I just fell in love and I can have his babies. So yeah, we my wife that. was just talking about um, if you just watch uh, Rebel Without a Cause. Oh, that's for the first time. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But she said. I don't understand. The show takes place like over a day, and and the the actor the the, the, the female character falls in love. With it is James Dean. It's like and she but she just buried her boyfriend that morning, who died in a race with James Dean. That is true. That and is I true. said, well, yeah, but it was James Dean, so exactly. Um, that's, that's, that's but that's that's sort of like the joke when uh in Peter Jackson's Kong, right, where he makes fun of the fact that. Jack Driscoll and um, uh, and Faye Ray fall in love, and Arrow fall in love, you know, like in three minutes on screen. You know, back sure. then, you you could have that sort of compressed romance because hey, we want to have a romance. But right, yeah. right. Yep, yep. Um, let's see, uh, Barry, you haven't said much recently. What's going on? What do you got? Oh, I think I said everything I feel about this episode. Well, we don't have to continue with this episode specifically now now again this episode is also the uh wrap-up of the, the entire series too so we, we continue and now talk about everything and anything related to the all nine episodes without just focusing on on this one here too so yeah generally um, i i like this season until this episode kind of disappointed me but i'd watch the second season um, the episodes that pretty much everyone's listed as the best episodes of the season, I totally agree with. Um, and there's a lot of funny moments in this, which I really like. Um, just pure funny, not like stupid funny either. You know, they were just good scenes. So I've really enjoyed the show generally. Right, right. Um, now, now, Sean, Sean, um, you mentioned um, and pretty much the same episodes. I mentioned it as the best, and, and Mikey uh, concurred as well. Um, uh, all in all, do you think the lower 
points, since again, this this is an uneven show. Uh, Mike pretty much summed it up. You know, it's one of the middle uh, Marvel shows or middle of you know any any genre TV show. I guess you know it 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 has a character that and other characters in it that a lot of people love. But you know, as a show, it had its up episodes and down episodes. It wasn't uh, flawless. Um, do you think? the positive outweigh the negative uh for me i'll just say i i mean i love the she-hulk so obviously that's gonna outweigh and and they didn't disservice her the show was still really good even if there were some down episodes what's your feelings well before i answer that i just wanted to say the the other thing that i really liked in the series was all the little easter eggs for people if you're paying attention like having in the the first episode or second episode the little thing about man with uh, metal claws in bar fights. Like most people, if you count, if you said that, that you think automatically Wolverine, and just like some of the other little Easter right, eggs that they about had throughout the Wolverine, right? Yeah. So I like that. I thought that stuff was really nice because if you were paying attention, it rewarded that. So I like that aspect. Um, in regards to the series, I have nothing like the series was enjoyable. And the low points, like part of it, I would say is that it's targeting a different audience and that's fine. I like, I understand that. So nothing, it, not everything has to be geared to what I'm wanting or whatever. So I, I saw, you know, like with the bride, you know, the, the wedding episode that not, ne- is not necessarily geared for me well but let me ask you this Sean. You, you need to have it right well, well you, you don't necessarily need to have it because she could have just met josh anywhere right it didn't have to be at the wedding but let me ask you this if if you know for example if um, disney decides to make a star wars tv series about something that has nothing to do with star wars or, or is loosely kind of in the universe but isn't what people wanted when they went in to watch the show is that a mistake in other words you, you said this some of the episodes weren't geared to the the people that would probably be interested in watching this show in the first place but was if that was like star wars instead would it have been looked at differently well you could in, in this and again this is just my perspective but you could say that there was a lot of high expectations for the book of Boba Fett and I think that most people and again maybe if I'm wrong the two best episodes were the one with Mandalorian yes so a lot, of that, like, that, uh, a lot of people had that that same thing it's like it was kind of Mandalorian one and a half and people preferred that over the Boba Fett part. And I think part of it is like you grew up on the character a certain way. If you, and like, if you read the expanded universe and stuff, like Boba Fett was portrayed differently. You expect him to be a bounty hunter. Right. And I think there's an aspect where people are like, well, we didn't really see him doing what they wanted to see from him. And again, that's expectations and expectations can be different and, and all that kind of stuff, right? But I think that kind of situation, you can get lost 
trying to do something and like trying to change it up because, or to think we may have talked about this before, but it's like the idea of like ACDC, you know what you're getting with ACDC. There's their stuff is the same pretty much over the years. Um, If they changed because for whatever reason they wanted to, you would get people who would be really pissed off because that's not what I want. Or you get the people who are like, I listened to this band before they, they got big and now they're sellouts. But like the whole point is you're supposed to be successful and be able to get a wider audience for whatever it is you're creating. Right. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll throw in, like you mentioned Boba Fett, but like, this is kind of who shield has been in the comics for 30 years. But you want to, but what this is not is what the Marvel Universe has been for the last decade. Um, if you're going to throw people a curveball with a character, like they kind of did with Boba Fett, you you really got to know what you're doing. Comic book history, uh, if you take any character who's ongoing, Hulk being is a perfect example of that, where the story is uh, replete with dead ends because someone tried to do something different that fans just hated, and they quickly. Uh, you know, rewrote what they did and like walked it back. And you Which know, things that like, I uh, said, so, well, any number of characters, but like Hulk is an example. You've had smart Hulk, dumb Hulk, angry Hulk, multiple personality Hulks, divided Hulk. You have all sorts of variations on the Hulk theme and they always kind of end up going back to where they came from. Cause that's the iconic version of it. You know, Spider-Man, they eventually like, you know, had him married and then they found a way to get rid of him being married so that he wasn't married anymore. And it's like just all the, you know, that he was Peter Parker. Then he was Ben Raleigh. Then it was back to Peter Parker again. There's all sorts of things they've done because people sometimes want to try something different, but they go too far. Mm-hmm. And you, you have joke, to be <laughs> And it's a lot, it's right. And it's a lot easier to do that in the comics where, you know, a hundred thousand people are reading it and then you just kind of change creative team. They write an issue undoing everything that was done and move along. It's a lot harder to do that when you're dealing with a series where you're going to get things in live action that play out very slowly over years. You can't just suddenly walk back everything they did say with book of Boba Fett. You can't just quickly walk back everything you did with She-Hulk. Unless it was a dream sequence. Unless it was a dream sequence. Like she they could actually <laughs> Yeah, she she hoped they could kind of actually because this is so disconnected from from everything else, they actually could kind of get away with um with just sort of never addressing anything that happens here again. They just have the character pop up separately in somebody else's show or movie. And it won't matter whether or not she slept with Daredevil or fought the abomination or any of that other stuff. Right. Um, now, uh, what's, what's your thoughts on any of that, Kevin? And I know I'm putting you on the spot by just throwing it out there, but I assume you have some thoughts on, on some of that stuff, right? I I don't have much uh, thoughts about it. Like I said, it's it's the show. It's I mean, I I didn't know if they were going to bring. I mean, I'm glad they're going to bring her back. You know, even if it's not even if whether or not it's you know her own show or they're just gonna or i think she, they said she's gonna be in one of the actual marvel movie like a captain america movie or something um okay. you know and that's good because i like the character you know i like the character i like what they did with her 
I mean, when when Daredevil comes back, you know, I hope that she'll be in it, even if it's just for one or two episodes. Like, hey, I'm here for a, you know, for a law conference, or I'm here because, you know, maybe Daredevil said, hey, you know, I really could use some help here, and he asked her to come and help her, or she just says, I really miss you. I have some money. I have I have the money. I can come and visit you. I mean, I hope something like that will happen with when daredevil comes back because it's it just it'd be nice and it's because i said i like the character and even though this this see this the season did not end as well as a lot of us would have liked it to it still had a decent it still was an amusing ending and obviously we're not done with her now, granted, I've seen some articles out there about how Marvel Universe is dying and they showed a picture of She-Hulk. You know, pretty much they're saying that that She-Hulk wasn't a good uh, season. And I'm thinking, I don't know. I mean, I've, I haven't heard many people complaining about She-Hulk. I, a lot of people seem to enjoy it. So I don't know. I'm just. I'm just sitting there waiting for what just seeing what's going to happen next. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, I I um, haven't really heard too much bad things about it. I, I've seen a few news articles here or there that were both positive and negative. I've seen podcasters both positive and negative. Um, so yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's as divisive as as um, some folks on the the Twitter verse try to claim it is. No, well, there was there was too. Oh. There was a review bombing of the last episode because they didn't like how Daredevil was handled because he wasn't grim and gritty and dark enough or something. Um, but uh, I, overall, I, I, th- I thought I thought it would have been because of the une- the things that we've said about it tonight, you know, the unevenness and all that. But go and continue. No, 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 no. This is this was re- this was review bombing from the intelligentsia trolls. Um, gotcha. So, but overall, the series has a, has decent ratings from what I understand, and it's rated fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. So all in all, by, by any you know, measure that you might use, it's generally other than completely personal. Um, it's done well. Yeah. And like Mike said, it's kind of middle of the road as far as the Marvel TV shows for me anyway. And I, you know, I agree totally with Mike on that. I really, I liked this season. Um, I was disappointed in the finale, but there were parts of the finale I really liked. So I'll watch season two. It has enough for me to go go that far. Um, so, yep, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, anything else that we want to talk about? Because again, now we're we're open up to the you know the entire season, uh, not just this one episode. And any thoughts that 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 we wanted to uh, discuss? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. If there is, uh, but as a, yeah. Um, what about you, Sean? I mean, uh, yeah, Sean. What, what, what about you? Well, I was just gonna say, like we've talked about this, but uh, the the se- season one was entertaining. Again, ups and downs, and that's fine because like every show has that, right? Especially if you're trying to find your path. Because that's usually what the first season is—is is like kind of the world building or whatever—and you know, getting this situation built so that you can get into the real gritty stuff or whatever in the next season. 
And whether or not this is the next season, who knows or whatever. But I thought overall the series was entertaining to watch. I didn't feel like it wasted my time. I mean, you had short episodes and there was times where it went by very fast and you kind of wished that there had been a little bit more. And again, we don't know how much was cut. And I think, Mike, you talked about three episodes being axed. So it could have been a different, there could have been more stuff fleshed out that wasn't in this version. But as this version itself was still enjoyable. I would gladly watch a season two if they ever come out with one. It doesn't feel like I wasted my time. And there's been other series that I'm sure all of us have watched where <laughs> it was not worth it. It was I can bring one up right time. now that was I in believe simultaneous running. One. <laughs> yeah. No, there was there was one oh. running right now at the same time as She-Hulk that I oh I know what you're yes. about. Yeah, I probably yeah, yeah, won't watch season two of that. So yeah, Amazon Prime's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, but I mean, so I mean, if you can come out of it and feel like you didn't waste your time, you had an enjoyment or entertainment, uh, like really is, what's wrong with that, right? Yeah. And I mean, I think Mike, you touched on it. That it's fresh on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's like at an eighty-seven percent rating from fans. So that's just not too bad, right? Oh, it's it's think, well received. So because we are... talked about other series that didn't have that high, so I mean, again, right. and I'm not gonna. And, and there were people. This goes back to the wedding episode. I know there were people who liked the series for reasons that I that are not my reasons for liking the series. It does in a different way. That's the hallmark of something that's well done is that it appeals to different people for different reasons. Yep. Yeah. All right. What are those reasons that? You're, you're referring to that the uh, people liked it. That, you, that uh, I, I know that there are there that it, that the the women empowerment messaging uh, is is obviously having a stronger appeal to to female audiences that really enjoy that aspect of it. Where for a lot of men, it's it's going over their heads. I saw one poor bastard ripped to shreds because he misspoke <laughs> online, um, and I can't remember what he said, but he he had said something like. Uh, you know, that it, was, it was something that was happened with her, and he said he didn't understand. Is this a problem? And he said something like, "Ladies, do you get this?" And what he meant is, "By do you get this?" was that is this resonating with you? And every single woman on this page apparently read it is, "Are you are you smart enough to understand what it's saying?" Right, oh. as opposed, and that is not at all. I'm fairly certain that is not at all what he meant. Um, Ouch. But. But yeah, but but I understood what he was saying, maybe because I because I I was channeling my 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 dude thing, and I like, and if we had, it was one of the things we had just discussed about in an episode. It was like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Um, but and but they all like were yes, I you know they they understood it resonated with them, and you know, they identified with it, and then they you know took out their sharp implements and weaned him as many assholes as he possibly could have, <laughs> because he just phrased it very poorly. So, and so they was read it, it was this, this which what what were they referring to? Or I don't remember to? anymore exactly. It was just just one of the things that yeah. we've discussed, you yeah. know, about you know maybe it was not getting respect yeah. as a woman in the office or or whatever it was. Right. Well, um, and that that's the funny thing is is that's the reason why I I dropped out of like a lot of Taylor Swift and horror groups and all these other groups that I used to be in because <laughs> the people online. Uh, trolls. So you, you could even argue that all these, I guess in this case, you mentioned that it, that was mostly woman 
responders to this this guy, whether he's he was just clueless or or, or whatever. They, aren't they as much of the problem as, well, they as, are. as it's, these it's, Twitter people that I guess Gao I was trying to yeah, but continue, it's, they're, they're, I don't think they are because they were they were responding, but I do think part of it is that you're used to seeing these kind of comments from idiots online and from trolls. And unfortunately, that gets people to jumping to conclusions that everybody else is a troll when they weren't. And this is the problem with reading things online. And we all know this. This has been going on for as long as the Internet's been there, is that the Internet does not do nuance well. It does not facilitate conversation well. People right. jump to conclusions about your intent, about what they think you meant when maybe you meant something well, and, and they just sarcastically ruder. and they're taking it literally. They do not read. Nothing is read with charity. Nothing was read with the uh, what's it the with the charity holds all and mal- malice towards none. It's just the exact opposite on the internet, where they just assume that everything you say is meant in the worst way possible. Yeah. I've got one for you, Mike, that you're mentioning. Yeah. There's a guy who that I watch a YouTube channel. He does reviews and stuff, and he was mocking the guys who like the incel guys or whatever about you know. Uh, now that D- Daredevil had sex with She-Hulk, I I can't I can't understand him anymore. And it was meant as a joke, but some <laughs> media outlet took it uh, as real and then went after him for it. And again, he was if you know what he was talking about or whatever, just like you're saying, he was mocking the people who are bitching about that kind of stuff. But someone right. else then took it as he was one of those people, and. Again, if you had taken a little bit of time to see, it, well, he was he, he was. Well, that you know, gets into how, how that gets into how they don't research anymore when they do yes. a lot of stories. Yeah, exactly. They oh, just right, write it right. and don't care. Yeah, right. Well, and and that's the reason why, like I said, I've, I've dropped out of a lot of groups because it's it's just not worth talking to any of these people because right, who they're wants the they're pitchforks. Right, right, and especially when She Hulk the show is is pointing their finger at. A lot of these, I guess, incel communities, but but again, I mean, as we see, you you can just go onto any web page or any group and say anything, and people just attack you. You know, you could just say, "I didn't like Halloween ends," right, and, on a horror group, and boom, either people are going to say you're the best or they're going to say you're a fucking asshole. And it's like, you know what? I can just keep my opinion to myself and think what I want, you know, right. and I can do that. We can do this podcast. And people can email us and insult us, but again, you, I can just delete that shit, you know. And and if they try to bother me on on Facebook or Twitter, I just block them. So I, I I you know if you don't like what we have to say, you just don't listen to us. So I just leave all those groups. And so all these people and and whether they're women like you were mentioned that were attacking this guy Mike or the trolls that would attack She Hulk just because it's a female superhero or Marvel Miss Marvel or whatever. You, you just ignore those people. Well, there's a there's I, I, a difference. I think there's a difference between these women and the the intelligentsia types, and that the intelligentsia types are people who have a specific do have an agenda. They do communicate. They do have their their channels. This just happened to be a person who who, who opened his mouth, said something well, the wrong way, and well, and did it in a public forum, and 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 invited it. Right? He called it out. Because well, he said, "Hey, ladies, do, do you get this?" And in a way that he was he was asking for feedback, and boy, did he get feedback because he worded well, it poorly. Well, Mike, that that explains a lot. Which which is is um, 
yeah, I mean, I mean, the point is, is, is that you, you get these these folks who will attack you because you know they're they're basically they're they're just they're just uh, keyboard warriors. If you don't want to call them trolls like the incels, then they're keyboard warriors about nothing. You know, right? And, and that's and, I, and, I and it comes are, down yeah. to William Shatner on Saturday Night Live. Get a life, right. people. And, it's a fucking TV show. It's just fucking characters that don't and, exist. And I was tempted to jump to the guy's defense and say, this is what he meant to say. But then I realized, no, then you get involved. Yeah, I would get involved, but then I would be attacked for mansplaining. Yeah, yeah, Or white knight or white knighting if you defend white knight or something. And I just said, all right, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? These these people are being they misunderstood. I'm not changing anybody's opinion. And you walk away. And that's what you have to do is I'll scroll through a group that it belonged to. I'll go. Boy, this went off the rails, and I just take a detour and go someplace else instead. You try not to respond to it. It's yeah. easy to get sucked into it, but you just have to know not not to go there. Right. Well, it's right, like right. the joke, right, about oh, I like bananas. Well, why do you hate oranges? Right. 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 right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wish it, yeah. The exact quote that that meme is so so good, Sean. And I I can't think of what it is. It's it's like like. I, I prefer bana- uh, apples over bananas. Oh, so you prefer apples, but but you you, you hate bananas and and you're ignoring oranges, uh, you know. And then they just go on, and it's just like the hilarious thing. It's like I, I just I just like apples. I mean, no, well, it's also shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. And it's also not a matter of which I'll have something to say. I you know I promise you about Halloween ends and the the the, the online response to it, but um. But that's sort of a separate thing. It's the there's another old cartoon. It might be a New Yorker cartoon where or I think it's a dog is sitting at a bar or talking and they're saying it's not enough that that dogs win. Cats must also lose. And like we can't just enjoy the things we enjoy. We also have to piss on the things that we don't. Right. right. It's In not. Fact, it's that's not, probably more important. <laughs> right. It's not enough to say. All right, you know what? I watched an episode of uh, or two of She-Hulk, and eh, it wasn't for me. No, I have to make sure every week I'm going to make five YouTube videos explaining how much this show sucks. Yeah, but you know and what it doesn't is as matter. Bad as that Mike is the yeah. people like those the, those people that I guess were attacking this guy, which is this is the best show ever, and if you hate it, you die. Yeah, you know they're yeah, as bad it. as the people yeah, yeah. that are hating the show. Well, you right. get this, it's, like it's, we talked about this uh, with the showrunners of the Rings of Power, that you could have legitimate, uh, legitimate questions or concerns about different things within the story or writing or whatever, but the showrunners openly say that if you have any criticisms, you're bad, you're evil, you're evil, evil, which is like that. Okay, bizarre. that's not really the response. Like again, I get that you value your your creation. I, I get that. But the fact is you're not going to please everybody. And if you're trying to please everybody, you please no one anyways. Yep. So just the, accept that, you know, you're going to get criticism if you do something that's public. <laughs> right. Right. That, well, that's oh, the they, thing. That's why Emily Blunt just dropped off a social media and her life is fine and she's still popular and whatever. And she doesn't, you know, because you hear like that model in New York City that suicided because of the hate, or or or, or the woman in Star Wars that shut off her account because of the hate. It's like just get off. And 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 again, I don't blame them. I don't blame them because they are victims to these from these assholes. But 
they're, they're just Twitter idiots. Just ignore that shit. Anyway, continue, Mike. I'm sorry. Right, I was saying, but I think they, and on one hand, they they mock because it's led to things like the the line in this episode where it's not because she's female. I wouldn't like her anyway. And when they were talking about uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Natalie Portman's Thor. Um, but I've certainly had those arguments because of the waters got so badly poisoned with Captain Marvel by these kind of people. It's like you heard, you had, it's like, look, I, I didn't think it was a very good movie. I thought it was a terrible script, but I could also point out that Carol Danvers has been one of my favorite comic book characters for 40 years, more than 45 years. Which one? Um, Carol Danvers, the character who is now Captain Marvel. Oh, you know, okay. I thought I thought I thought the actress was perfectly fine in the role. I think you know that there was a lot of stuff I liked about the film. But yeah, there was what was that awful... actress's name again? The one that was Brie in Larson. Kong. Brie Larson. Yeah, yeah, the one that was in right. Kong. But it was a. It was just that the script was pretty freaking bad, and it didn't earn its story beat. And you know that's not. But you have to. But you have to say things like, "Well, it's not because I um, don't like this because." People, again, poison the waters for legitimate criticism. And number one, and then two, you've got the other ones who just are going to take a movie as a cause. You know, it's like, I don't hate black people because I thought the CGI at the end of Black Panther was shitty. Right? <laughs> it doesn't mean I don't want there to be successful black filmmakers. I just thought it was a terrible CGI at the end of the third act. That's a legitimate criticism. I think everybody agrees that's a legitimate criticism, but you have to be careful how you criticize something once some, it becomes somebody's flag. And how do you make something become a flag? Part of it is because you attack it for being a thing that it's not six months before it ever sees the light of day. Right? And it's like, oh, look, there's a female Thor. Oh, look, there's a female Hulk. We're going to hate on it because they can't get their own goddamn characters. And I then mean, that's going to cause it... he, Why wasn't there a He-Hulk? <laughs> That they like the in that group they were like in the show that they had that comment. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. right. Which, yeah, that was funny because, <laughs> because there is a, there is funny. A, there is a he Hulk. It's just that is he was the first yeah. Hulk, so he's just called Hulk. You know, but but they right. they're so pissed. We want not only a Hulk, but we want a he Hulk too because because the girls have a <laughs> she Hulk. It's like obviously this is over the top ridiculousness, and and you yes. know, but but I see the point. It's just. Yeah, but continue, Mike. I'm sorry. We, we I'm just saying it's like that when when people fight over these things for stupid reasons, and, and it's just a um, show and, and characters. And it's it's it, it becomes yeah. a cause, Get and when it life. becomes a cause, it becomes impossible to evaluate it, or almost impossible to have a an honest and open discussion about it because you're you're not attacking the the the, the, the story, you're not attacking the performances, the direction, the, the the cinematography. You're attacking my belief system. It's like, you know, uh, I always say, look, there's uh, there's I can't tell you how many things that have been there. Rob Zombie's the mon monsters. Let's take something that is completely apolitical. Right. Rob right. Zombie monsters. People were shitting on that the moment it was announced and people were complaining he's going to turn to make it dark and gritty and it'll be perverted and f-bombs everywhere and, and overly sexualized and hyper violent and then it comes out and it's released and it's oh he made this it's child friendly and goofy and silly and ridiculous it's exactly what you said it shouldn't have been you know it's just and he can't he can't win right i mean he can't, he, he can't win and and i'm saying i'm not saying it's a good show i'm not saying it's a, a good movie or a bad movie i'm not saying anything about that i'm just saying why not just wait until the damn thing comes out before and, and then review the thing that's actually there because how many times have we seen actors, you know, classic, the, the classic example, I think at this point is Michael Keaton as Batman. 
where Michael Keaton as Batman was so bad that the internet exploded 20 years before the internet was a thing and uh, 10 years before the internet was a thing. And, you know, and yet everybody now is like, Oh, he's my favorite Batman. So just let, just let, let this work stand and evaluate what comes out and don't be in a rush to be the first to criticize something. Well, I think that's the thing though, is like the way things are now, it's about being the first. It doesn't matter if you're right or you have any facts or anything backing what you're saying. I'm out there first pissing on this. And it doesn't matter that there's nothing legitimate. You haven't even watched it, so how can you even judge it? But it's that whole thing that, like, I have to be there first. And I don't know what prize you get for it, but it's a thing. So, <laughs> and it's just like with media stuff, right? Where you can have, yeah, yeah. you can say yeah, they, about they it that we're they they're not research, researching right? stuff or whatever. They're just yeah. it's get it out first. Yep. You can apologize after on page eight or whatever. Or, 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 or never apologize. Or never. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I yeah. mean, you know, that's the, this is the kind of the the background that we have. So. Yeah, yeah, it, it is unfortunate. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, is that that uh, that's what I really am hoping for from these these showrunners, no matter who they are, is just ignore the trolls and focus on those who you know love the material because those people will love you if you get to do something that that you know that they, they want to see. And and that's what they gotta do. They gotta just ignore the trolls and and focus on the people who love the characters you're adapting from uh, orig- uh material that isn't original but you're inheriting. And 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 I think People will be much happier. And also keep your mouth shut. You know, you got to hate these people, whether actors, writers, showrunners, no matter what series, and they say something, and it's like, why are they saying that? Just say, you know, we we did this great show. We're hoping you enjoy it, love it. You know, don't be like those people from Amazon, right, that that, that said you are all evil. You, You don't say stupid stuff. Just put out a good show and 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 be positive. Don't piss on people you know and and the people that you hate because they hate you ignore them that's all i I mean i mean it may be hard but i mean that's my two cents i don't know well anybody want and no and i when i run into people that are toxic like i say i have a lot of youtube videos in my feed about shows and analysis and stuff like that and i'll I'll give a lot of them a try and as soon as i that they, they start getting into these this stupid conspiracy theory stuff, or uh, and there's certain words that they'll use that I just like a trigger words. I'll just okay, you're you're an idiot, and I am not ever going to want to see anything from you again because everything you have to say is going to be called into question, and there is no shortage of other people's opinions I can I can get, right? You know, if you're if there's if if and if you find someone feeding into your outrage, then that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> and, and 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 also you, you're part of the problem too, right? I'm sorry to say it, but they, you you really are. Well, my my, my I've, I've said for years, and this goes about I don't care whether it's entertainment, news, politics, whatever. The more outrageous the headline, the the more you have to tamp down your feelings and dig deeper, because very rarely, like. Well, you see, well, is the person who said this thing really say the thing that they've said they said, that there's words missing, that it's out of context, that it's being put into the worst light possible, 
by somebody who has an agenda or is just trying to get as many clicks as possible. So it's because most people are not that vile. There are, and then you'll find out very quickly, no, no, really, they did say these things. Um, but at least, but but wait, hold off the trigger. And it's it's hard to do. I've certainly pulled the trigger when I shouldn't have in the past. Um, I think we probably yeah, we, all we have, all at, have. Some, yeah. at, at some point. And then you go, oh, fuck, okay, I shouldn't have done that. I should have, I should have read more. I should have waited, but very rarely are things, again, the worse they seem, you know, then, then the worse the comments are, the worse they seem and the, the worse they're out of context, the more likely you're missing something. Stop, do your research and, and take, don't just take somebody's word for it. Go, go try to find out what actually happened. And the problem too is that you have a situation where it's a very small group of people who are, and like you said, Mike, super loud and the, the the regular people, you don't hear the outrage. So there's they're not it's not they're balancing off this little small crowd that's just causing shit just for the the, the sake of it. Right. right. Well, um, I, I think it's like ten percent of Americans are on Twitter, and and most of the the posts are done by obviously an even smaller percentage. And yet that seems like a drive that who are the people that are on it? They're all the media makers, meaning they're the politicians, they're the reporters. And so they all have an outsized voice and they all think that Twitter matters in a way that if you are, you know, if you're just, you know, a person who's working a nine to five job, taking care of your family at home, you miss because you're not on Twitter like 90 percent of the country is. So don't get pulled in by the trolls. Don't get pulled onto the, the, what's online is not reality. It's a very small and often overly vocal segment with a tiny microphone. It is true. No, it's very true. So people, people just gotta avoid those that crap for your own mental health. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then, then you know as a showrunner or some actress or actor or whatever, you may say something and you just piss off more people and, and, and people who actually like your show are saying, why are they saying that about all the fans? Even if they are only really in theory talking about two or three fans or whatever, but, but right. You know, yeah, and, and it's a problem. And then you get people gonna... taking stuff out of context to use it because that's how they get clicks or whatever. And just stirring shit up. So it's true. It is true. Um, Kevin, your po- opinion on all that stuff about um, that the people getting upset and and saying things out of context or or saying things in defense of themselves when they probably shouldn't say anything. And I don't know if you have any thoughts on any of that stuff. Well, it, I mean, speaking as a guy who has gone on more social media arguments than he would care to admit. And uh, and been taken out of context many many times, you know. Um, and it, it's I I don't know. It's just, I, my whole thought is like I mean I, I I totally get what Phil is saying when he says, hey, you know, it's just a show, and just get off, you know, just just get off those those feeds, get off those forums. If all it is is just people yelling at each other, um, it's just not worth it. You know, I used to argue a lot on Facebook with in politics and, and faith and all that. And I just realized this is just such another waste of time. 
people who never knew me would accuse me of being all sorts of real nasty things, which I'm not. Would accuse me of have, believing in things, which I don't. And so I just figured I'm, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to argue about it. I don't, and it got to the point where someone would just yell at me online who I have no idea who they are. And I just, just kind of respond either with a, uh, with not a meme, but with a GIF, uh, the war, a, a meme or whatever with, with the big Lebowski when the dude just says, yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. And I just end it with that and they still yell at me and it is just, I don't know. And I, and I see people I know online who, who, who are, and in my opinion, wrong. I mean, they're, they're, it's not that they're completely wrong. They're just partially wrong. And if you try to correct them, or even if you just say, I don't agree with you because of this, this, and this, I mean, try to give actual explanations you're all of a sudden the evil one. And I mean, we were just bringing this up earlier. And so that's kind of the whole, I mean, I feel bad for the guy who was misunderstood and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to, it Mike, did he try to explain himself? That the guy who said, do you get it? You know, do you get it? I mean, did he try to explain himself say, Hey, I'm sorry. That came out wrong. I meant it. Do you, do you understand? I mean, can you can you help like explain to me what this means? And or do you do you get that as in is that something that you receive? Do you get that same you know behavior you know thrown at you or attitude thrown at you? Stuff like that. I mean, did he did he at least try to explain himself? And Mike's gone. Never mind. Um, <laughs> oh, we lost Mike. Yeah, we lost Mike. Um, Oh yeah, look at that. He's, he actually fell off the call. How about yeah. that? Well, he did last week too. He was having a problem with that last week. But my whole point is, I mean, there are times where I say, "Hey, look, I'm sorry that can't that that did that 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 could have come out." I really meant to. I meant to say this, this, and this. You know, I I could have worded it better. You know. Oh, there's Mike. Mike. I'm having weird. I'm having weird audio issues. Yeah. Okay. Did you did did the guy who who said you know did you did you get it? Did he have did he explain what he meant? Did he say hell oh, hey I'm sorry I didn't mean it that way I meant this way? Did, did I, he, I I I don't I don't think he responded I think he just ran away. Yeah. <laughs> and, Better part of valor. <laughs> right. And then the problem is is I also see like that sort of sort of attitude is nobody can express a, a thought without getting jumped down without getting their people jumping down their throats mm-hmm. and it's and it's just sick and it's just frustrating where i remember i got into i got into one discussion where a guy asked a question i answered with backup and people were yelling at me and accusing me of all sorts of things i said no he answered he asked the question i answered here's here here's my proof and I still got jumped down or another time I asked a legitimate question because in this one feed, because I honestly didn't know. And I got people yelling at me, accusing me of arguing. And I wrote back saying, no, I actually don't know. I do not know. That yeah. is why I'm asking, please, why this, 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 because I honestly do not know. And I still got people jumping on me, like, because I was like trying to argue by asking a question well, because they think you're asking the question like saying, well, did Lincoln really want to free the slaves? 
right, know, it's like, right, like, right. like they think you're asking a question as a way to make a point or to make an argument as opposed I, to, again, reading what you say for, as exactly what you say. Right. And I wrote back. I said, no, I'm not trying to make an argument. I honestly don't know. And it, and it's like these and it's like they they couldn't fathom the fact that somebody was asking a legitimate question. Yeah. Well, well, I I had a good one, and one of the reasons why I dropped out of the group was there's this group, uh, Taylor Swift group, and um, she had a picture with Seth Meyers when she was on her show, you know, after the show, you know, in the in the back room or whatever, and she had heels on, and he skied over her, and so I looked, and and she's supposed to be five ten. And so I, I looked up Seth Meyers' height, and he's six feet, supposedly. And so if he's six feet and Seth Meyers is five, t- I mean, uh, she's 5'10 without heels, then obviously, you know, she, she they're exaggerating her height and whatnot. And, and so I was curious, and I, I wrote on, on Facebook, I, sh- I put the picture up, and I, and I go, uh, I was curious, uh, does anybody know her real height? And again, it doesn't really matter, but, you know, if you're in a Taylor Swift group, you ask stupid questions like this anyway. And I immediately got ripped to shreds, like, why does it matter? And, blah, blah. and it's like, oh, my God, I just – so this semi-famous actress – uh, that's in horror films, and I won't mention her name because I want to bring her in. She instant messaged me privately since I'm friends with her, so, so the instant message on Facebook will pop up without going into spam. And she said that um, she had met Taylor Swift, and she said that, she, and she was like five seven, and she said she was about the same height as her. And I said, oh, thank you, whatever. And and that's all I was asking. And and I get all these scumbags just attacking me because they're saying, "Why does it matter? What do you care? What's it? You're being a what jerk." What is exactly? I, what I don't understand is what what is your problem with short people, Phil? Yeah, right, right. Well, I'm six two, so. but um, but no, no. But it was just curious. They live longer. Yes, they do. Small dogs do live longer. Uh, small um, people live longer too. There you go. Uh, but yeah, but on, on a serious <laughs> note, it was just like you know, you just ask an innocuous question. And and you just get attacked for nothing. So like you probably did, Kevin, you know. And it wasn't even this guy that was just misunderstood on on the the, the group you were talking about, Mike, about she hulk So it was really just an innocuous question that wasn't even argumentative, and you still can get attacked on on Facebook. You know, I mean, I, I mean, we our examples that we are more familiar with that are related to the podcast would be if you know we went on one of the horror websites and we said. Uh, um yeah for me um i just didn't get the witch and which is fine you know all right no problem you know but you you would be ripped to shreds for that by half the people or i prefer a slasher film instead of a a24 film you know and, and it's just crap the, the whole internet is just crap and so so i i just avoid all that shit now uh i don't i'm not even in any of the groups anymore so it's i just can't deal with it i'm, I'm and kind the weird of thing Kevin. Sorry. No, I was just saying, I was with you, Kevin. That's what I'm saying. The, the weird thing I was going to say is, and then we can, I guess, wrap up or whatever, is sure, sure. people have ideological beliefs, and they somehow think that by yelling at other people, magically you're going to change your ideological beliefs. Pretty sure it doesn't work that way, but it sure seems to be the way people talk. No, no, no. You have to shout it loudly. No, oh, that's another thing, too. Yes. The loud, the louder. <laughs> Louder, better. But it's just, it's just, it's a very weird thing that has come up. 
Um, well, I mean, have you heard of, I mean, I, I was just reading an article recently about a group of, I can't remember if they're climate change or animal rights, that threw tomato soup on a Van Gogh painting. Yes, that oh, was yeah, I saw that. Yeah. 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 Okay. And Unfortunately, my... there was glass that covered the painting. Yes. Right. But no but one my... reported that. <laughs> it was all reported that they just threw the, the the soup on the painting. So you just assume. Oh, the, the article I read said that it, there was um, glass there. Yeah, you had well, to read the was... article, but they yeah, had to read the article. Yeah. Yeah. But in a way, it was stupid. They should have nobody's nobody's going to read an article that's entitled "Person Throws Glass." On that's covering Van Gogh, uh, throws tomato sauce on on glass, right. covering Van Gogh painting. Yeah, but so I mean, my, my point it? is, it, it's well. My point is, is how is that going to further your cause if you're doing crazy stuff like that? I mean, for another example, was there was a group that wanted to uh, block, like do pretty much do like a human wall at like mile 26 of a full marathon which is 26.2 miles so you're going to have somebody run 26 miles only to be stopped at uh 26 point you know at at 26 miles it's like that's not going to further your cause it's only going to make people know your cause right and your cause yeah. And, and 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 have negative association with it. Or exactly, exactly. And so I'm sitting there, and the thing is, is that's happening all the time. But I don't know. But the thing is, people we're, we're, we're going to blockade streets because we're going to make it inconvenience people because I'm inconvenienced in this particular political issue, or, or whatever it is. And and great. And all you're going to do is make people late to work. You might you know keep a doctor from getting to a, uh, an appointment at the hospital. There's any number of things that you could fuck up that you don't know what you're fucking up because you have a little vanity project you want to throw out there. Right. 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 Yep. It's a shame. And, and, and spe- speaking of, uh, um, uh, bigoted against short people, Mike, uh, I wrote four hours ago on tw- uh, <laughs> Facebook. I wrote looking around. I was the tallest person at church today. Pretty interesting, but pretty cool too. So there you go. I'm guilty as charged, Mike. And then, and then he drove home listening to Randy Newman. Uh, nope, nope. Uh, we listened to short people ain't got no reason to listen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, no. We listened to rough. we listened to uh, "Sweet Emotion" by Aerosmith. My, my girls requested it. So anyway, um, all right. So uh, anything else anybody wanted to bring up about She Hulk? Obviously, the last twenty minutes or so, we were talking about general topics that are related to how um, shows are perceived by. The internet community and and this show, even even though it wasn't specific to She-Hulk, this show obviously uh, felt falls into that category. Uh, so we do we do feel that the the discussion what was if not on topic specifically, uh, most certainly uh, related to uh, the show She-Hulk. Um, so so hopefully people enjoyed that uh, conversation because again we're we're here to to talk about um, all sorts of things related to. Uh, the show and this being the wrap-up episode of uh she-hulk avenger of the law the podcast until uh season two reappears because obviously we'd be on hiatus there's no next show to talk about next week so we're we're not going to be recording anything but uh yes go ahead mike please but we may be covering something tangentially related yes 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 indeed so so folks who who are interested um this podcast about the She-Hulk 
attorney at law may have uh, ended tonight. Uh, we're still uh, here on a number of other podcasts, but before we mention the one that Mike's discussing, we're, we're also on the Dark Discussions podcast, uh, which talks weekly about a genre film. Uh, and you can hear myself, Barrett, and, and Mike, along with uh, the noted person, Eric, that Kevin mentioned uh, earlier in this episode. And then we do have... Uh, um, Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, which is a podcast that myself, uh, actually all five of us appear on uh, a lot. Uh, me and Barrett pretty much um, are the regulars, and then we bring in everybody else, including Kevin and Sean and Mike and, and uh, sometimes Amy uh, and uh, Johnny have joined us as well. Um, and that one we do talk about uh, genre films as well. And uh, so we're still... Uh, here, even if uh, this podcast uh, closes down. And then, of course, we're, we're doing the House of the Dragon podcast, uh, which will be closing down uh, within two weeks as well, because that series is about to wrap up, or, or at least that season is about to wrap up. Uh, and that's called A Decimation of Dragons. Uh, but, Mike, what, what's, the, what's the next episode that we're going to do that's kind of related to the Marvel Universe that is going to fall under uh, all the the, the podcast um um, feeds, including this feed here. We'll we'll drop it on this feed for people who are interested, but we'll also put it on the Dark Discussions feed and the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews feed as well. Uh, that's going to be a review of the Marvel one-shot uh, Werewolf by Night. You know, it's a Marvel Cinematic Universe show. It is a 45-minute special, so it's only going to be a one-episode commitment. And since we're, we're, we're covering something Marvel anyway, uh, it's going to be a nice way to, to squeeze that in before we, we dust off for a few months until we wait for. Chief and it fits season. nicely for Halloween. And it fits nicely in the, 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 the Halloween, and it also ties in with the Dark Discussions podcast. It just works so well as, as like hitting that the middle of the several Venn diagrams uh, under the dark discussions umbrella. Indeed. Indeed. Um, and it will be uh, recorded uh, October 23rd to be released October 24th uh, is when we'll, we'll uh, have that episode up for you folks. And uh, don't be scared if you see that it will be entitled Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews episode or, or volume, whatever, number 30 something. And, and then the name of uh, the TV show. Uh, what's that? What's that TV show called again? Werewolf by Nights. Ah, yes. Thank you, Kevin. So so uh, uh, it'll be be right here under this feed, as well as uh, Dark Discussions and the Halloween Boutique feeds as well. Uh, and uh, keep on uh, listening so you can always listen to us still so we're not just disappearing we will still be here um all right so uh let's give our final thoughts on this episode here and in the season itself and also anything else that anybody wants to say to our listeners who've uh, followed us for these you know, last nine weeks and um whatnot uh because again uh we'll be uh, closing down the podcast until season two whenever that appears if it even does appear so uh, let's go with you uh mike why don't you start yeah uh like i said i had fun with the episode uh i like what they did in in ways i also understand that it, and you can see it, it didn't quite hit thematically with what they've building up been building up towards or not clearly and it didn't give a an emotionally satisfying resolution to the storyline that they've been telling um i kind of wish they had fleshed it out a little bit more uh especially given the the artificially imposed 30 to limit uh, 30 minute time restriction 
Um, but overall, like I said, I, I like the episode. I had fun with it. I had fun with the series. I will be happy to watch the second season. I'll be happy to see uh, She-Hulk and Jennifer Walters show up in any other Marvel projects. Maybe she'll pop into one of those 19 episodes for Daredevil Born Again. Uh, that would be nice. But um, And I'll also be very happy to see Wong and Abomination and anybody else pop up in another series. Madison. So, um, <laughs> Madison, yeah, and uh, other than that, oh, Titania, like, I liked her too. Titania, cool. yeah. So I really would love to see a second season, maybe something that uh, is a little more, a bit more sure of itself. And uh, oh, who's that? That the attorney that dressed had all those awesome dresses and 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 high heels. That's well, her name. Well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. She was awesome too. So hopefully we see her too. And uh, yeah, so I, like I said, I'm really looking forward to more of this. I do hope it gets a second season, but if it doesn't, I'm also perfectly happy with what I got. All right. Sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, Kevin. Yeah, I'm glad I watched the series. I, you know, even with a lackluster uh, finale, it was still a good season. It was still a fun season. There were, I, I mean, it, you know, some people are trying to get political with it. It really, I, I didn't see a lot of political stuff with it. I just, you know, I, fine. You want a woman superhero, have this woman superhero. I have absolutely no problem with that. I, I, I think women superheroes are great. You know, they're fun. And, you know, more of them, fine. Enjoy, have fun. And it, the thing is, is that she did not have to be you know, I mean, she was She-Hulk, but I mean, when she was in her court and all, I mean, she really didn't have to be sexy to be a superhero. I mean, she really didn't, and she, in many cases, wasn't. Uh, you know, even though a couple times she wanted to be. I mean, she just—it was a fun season. It was a good season. It was a fun female superhero season, and I can't wait for the next one. I mean, I'm sure. Well, I mean. I'm looking forward to the next one. And I'm and I definitely hope we don't see the end of this character. Yeah, which which I'm pretty sure we we won't because uh, I think uh, like you said they're going to have her in the, in some of the movies. Um excellent, very good, Kevin. Uh yeah, for me, um yeah, I mean I mean I've been uh, a huge fan of of She-Hulk for years. Um since a kid, um I was already had uh t-shirts of her uh, like 14 months ago even before i even knew the tv show was even coming out uh so so obviously i, I was i was the the type of person that was going to watch the show in the first place anyway um and uh even though the show isn't 100 percent what i was hoping for um it was still really good it was fun uh all the characters um especially the the, the main characters um that that were important uh in a lot of episodes so i'm not really talking about you know the one shots but but everybody who who came through and and continued like titania and and bronski and on and on all all great stuff um she was awesome uh i know there's some issues with cgi and things like that um and they could have gone like they did in the beginning where you know they had a, a strong woman painted green like they did in the TV show from the seventies, but, but they, they went to CGI and uh, after one episode, you, you get used to it and it was actually pretty good. And um, so I was satisfied. 
Um, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, seeing the character in other movies and hopefully a, if not part of an ensemble cast, even a standalone, but as an ensemble cast, hopefully a major part of ensemble casts. And um, I am hoping there will be a season two, uh, but if not, um, again, it's like Mike said, they, they are pumping out so many different characters and they just are trying to build the audience. And so they're not focusing on, uh, you know, six seasons of one character, but, but uh, we can hope for a second. Um, and maybe I'm just being long winded here, but uh, yeah, it's good stuff and whatnot. So let's go with you, Barrett. Yeah. Um, I liked this episode generally. It was not my favorite episode. I don't think it was a great finale. Um, but as far as the show itself, I thought it was really good over the season. Um, and I'm looking forward to season two and whatever else She-Hulk will be in, in the Marvel Universe. And let's go with you. I already said Kevin, I'm sorry. Sean? Sean. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you Canadians um, are always forgettable. Forgettable, you know. I, I, can't, yeah, even say I, the right, I can't even say forgettable, right? <laughs> Is. Well, wait a minute. The, the, the actress of She-Hulk is a Canadian, so would you forget her, too? You're damn right. You're damn right. He's, the act- He's not a fan of the actress. He's a fan of She-Hulk. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And she and she is CGI. That's right. I forgot, I forgot Ryan Reynolds, too, because he's Canadian. Yes. He's Canadian. But anyway, continue. Yeah, so, well, I was going to say, it's like I didn't ever have huge ties to She-Hulk in the comic stuff. So it wasn't like I was super like excited or like, a, like, you know, the same enthusiasm level that you have felt. So maybe different expectations going in. But the thing I was going to say is that like, I enjoyed the series and I enjoyed the fact that it wasn't like any other of the Marvel series on Disney plus each series has had its own different feel tone or whatever. And I like that because it's not just rehashing the same, same thing. Right. And I, and I like that aspect. And I thought the season overall was really, it's a fun watch. It's not like it takes a huge amount of your time. Um, you know, and as I say, I think it, it does play to different audiences and that's, that's what material should do. Um, like, I don't know. I was I was happy with it, and if we get a season two, great. Otherwise, I hope she's used well uh, if she's in Captain America or whatever else she ends up being. All right, sounds good. So uh, that's everybody. Um, anybody want to say anything to the listeners that have uh, joined us uh, weekly for the past nine weeks? Thank you for your support. It means a lot. Yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank yeah, you. Hopefully- thanks. Thanks for coming on for this journey. Just remember, whatever your opinion is, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, and, and hopefully we, we had enough uh, interesting topics that, that you know, you, you folks were, were happy to hear us uh, give our thoughts. I mean, you know, I mean, that's the reason why folks were turn, turning in, and we know people were tuning in because uh, we were getting um, counts of, of people uh, through the Dark Discussions feed and this feed and whatnot. So, um uh, yeah, we, we appreciate it, and it appears that we had some uh, good to say because people kept on coming back. Um, all right, so uh, that's pretty much it. So uh, we will uh, be back uh, next week for uh, something at night. What's it called again? People? Werewolf by Night. Uh, yes, yes. So so come back next week for that. Um, but uh, we'll be back for sure 
for the She-Hulk season two, if that appears. Uh, maybe we'll do uh, some other Marvel stuff in the future or, or other TV series too. We'll, but we're going to take a break probably for uh, the rest of 2022 uh, for the TV series besides the House of the Dragon one that we're doing now. Um, and you can always follow us also on Dark Discussions uh, podcast where we have uh, uh, all the feeds for all our podcasts. Um, and you can hear us on those podcasts as well if you miss us on this one here. So with all that stated, I guess we'll lead it out. So, Mike, why don't you lead it out? Well, thank you once again for listening to the entire series, hopefully, of She-Hulk, Avenger of the Law, uh, at the very least for listening to our rather long and rambling wrap-up of the series. And uh, hopefully we will see you again uh, for Season 2 sometime in 2027. Hopefully not that long. (laughs)